Come on, everybody get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. Yo ho chose I, I ain't gonna lie, what I look like turning down Cho Chai. Uh. Drove by, smoked a lot, recognize the pimp, open your eyes, Cheer. hop in the passenger side of the ride. Uh. Damn bleak, can't speak, uh-huh, okay, what's, what's up? up? Shut up. up, close the door, act like you been in a drop top on an open road before. Fix your weave, then fix me, ever Ooh. gave head through 160, ever seen pancakes this crispy, yep, how yep. you love oh, how right, to Hold write- up, hold up, hold up. Have you ever gave head doing 160? I don't know how. Okay, see, this you always do this. I'm sorry. I'm just. Well, first of all, I've seen a, a pair of kicks that crisp. <laughs> right. Always on my feet. I definitely have given fellatio in a car before. I mean, that's that fellatio in car is dope, especially like if there's great like um, you gotta have comfortability for both parties involved. Right. That's why I, used to, I love trucks because I feel like it gives room for the body. <laughs> To get on over. You know, I'd be trying to like, you know, I'd be like, well, sometimes in cars, I'd be trying to turn around and have sex, like from the front window to the back window to the side. But, you know, newer cars are made with equipped better. Right. Because old cars back in the days to get rug burns from that middle, that, that, that like uh, metal thing in the middle. You know, like, no, I don't see. You I wasn't you having wasn't sex in nah. No, like, what you having sex in like Volkswagens or no, nah, like, nah, like, like 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 Oldsmobile. Uh, that's when you have, yeah, that's like, like some grease shit, Caprice like classic leather jackets and fucking sock hops and nah, nah, soda pops. Now you being racist. You ain't do that. Miss <laughs> Lissa's racist. No, don't do that. You know I love all the people, and oh my god, I've been seeing some of the sexiest white men, and they've been into me like they've been like approaching me i'm like oh snap well, it's you're wearing that... them tight ass fucking spandex with your, what with the i mean i mean uh well, first of all yeah. this is gym attire like this is like don't try to talk as if you like i'm wearing like that gear like i'm wearing these are like Do you drink the budweiser margaritas i don't drink no it's like no oh see you... i'm not gonna say i i've never thought but... juice I don't. You drank that juice. I've 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 had it before. I haven't had this whole year though. Okay, well then I'm proud of you. So that's in the past. That you know was what? Last Listen, summer. all thoughts don't matter. You know, they don't. that's okay. You're right. Not I don't all. Think that not was... all. Some. Some. No, they all matter. But like, I feel like the thought to lady ratio is not like at a a good like standard for me. Mm. I feel like there's more women who are like. Even like our young girls, more more than they are trying to achieve something that is like not something that every woman should be like doing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a thought, but like I always say, there should be some kind of balance. Yeah, you know, I just think that uh, the newer generation only sees like selfies and everybody looking good. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I told you too, especially I'm not saying all girls, but I know a lot of girls that like will only put a picture out of them looking good. So you have to understand, this is why social media is so tricky. Because if you only put a picture out when you're looking good, that's all that people see. We So we ch- pick and choose what we put put out. Right. We don't wake up and we got bedhead or our hair's fucked up or whatever. We looking all crazy, crossing our eye. We don't really put that out there. Right. We show people the best of us. You know what I mean? That's why they say that um, basically like social media, especially Instagram, is like a storefront. Like... Everyone's storefront is so nice, and everyone, like, you know, have the best mannequins and the nice clothes, but then when you walk in the store, the register's broken, they just, there's no heat, there's no water. Like, we only giving the best of us and let, not letting, letting people know. What are you, Maya? The, Maya who, Angelou? No, not Angelou. 
No. Oh, the be- you know. You said the best of us. Did I do that last week? Now nah, yes, you did Maya before. Yeah, I like, fuck with Maya. I, I fuck with Maya. But listen, anyway, internets, welcome back to another episode yes. of the Premium Petro featuring Miss Lisa Knows. Al. And what, what fucking episode is this? No, this is question mark, oh, we don't question name mark. Them? Yeah, this no, is no, it. No, no, who, who gives a fuck? 14. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, here I am being a contradictor. Yeah, right? you fucking jerk. Yeah, like, I mean. You said, and the crazy thing was mm-hmm. the last episode we didn't mention it at all. Like, it was just like perfect. That's right. Didn't you, even that's, say that's it. right. You're right. We never even mentioned. Well, you know what? We were having fun talking with Chef Robley. Robley. Robleasy. He, uh, he kind of like outed me a little bit. Nah, he was getting in your business. Yeah. But, you know, I really liked Robles' uh, episode because I think, like, not it's just a great story. Like, you know, and I think it just really shows what when we got together and I told you what I wanted the Premium Pete show to be. Right. I think slowly but surely, keep in mind, we're only 14 episodes in. It's becoming, like, what we like. Both of us, like I said this before, both of us love comedy. Both of us love entertainment, music, sports, art. Talking shit. Talking shit. And I feel like here we are, like, going, like, somebody even tweeted it, and I love that they tweeted it because I'm like, yo, people are getting what the fuck we're doing. And they tweeted, like, yo, you never know, Premium Pete got the weirdest uh, uh, group of friends, you know? Right. And I do. You know, I, I got, you know, uh, shit. I got everything from felons to, uh, 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 you know, lawyers to fucking, you know, government workers to... Ice know, cream. Ice cream, makers. you know, to rappers, to athletes, whatever. You know, and I, and I think I just want to show my objective is, like I said, one is to laugh, two is to inspire people, three is to, you know, tell stories and have t- stories be told. And I think that's what we're doing. And, you know, I think that's what we're going to get a drift of today, too. Um, you know, with Cutmaster Cool V being on the episode, he's going to join us shortly. Um, but, you know, really, it's funny that we say we ain't going to, like, count episodes. Now we're at episode 14. Yeah. But, you know, we'll figure out. Maybe if we it feel... It was good that we didn't say 13 either because, you know, they said it's a bad number. Yeah, I, you know, I worked... Uh, when I used to work in the city, I worked on a floor 13. You had... Wait, the yeah. buildings are not supposed to have that, 13. That was when I met my ex-wife, that bitch. Um, you met her on a 13th floor? No, I'm saying oh. what, what, throughout that time. So, you know, you, you know how it goes. You know, <laughs> shout out to Canita Sanimita. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I really want you to, like, stop talking about her. Like, you can't be talking shit about her because that is your daughter's mom. No, no, no. First of all, let me explain to you. No. I'm, I, I, do, I have a good relationship with her. Okay, because that's what I was I play around. I, I, there were times where it was very rough. Okay. And I'll be honest with you, I, and I got into this so many times before, and I'm never going to stop getting into it. It is very hard co-parenting. You know, you have different values. She has different values, especially if the kid doesn't live with you. Right. I'm going to give you an example. Right now, I'm going through some stuff, and I'm going to share it with you, Internet, because, fuck, if I don't share it with y'all, then, you know, what the fuck? Then it didn't happen, I guess, you know? Right. But it's happening, <laughs> you know, like, and my daughter, she's 16, and she has she had a boyfriend for a little bit. And even that was tough. You know what I mean? Like, like, like having her to tell me that she has a boyfriend. You know, nobody's ever right. good enough for your daughter. You know, I always told you the scenario of, like, you know, having a son, I feel like you could talk to him a little bit dirty. Like, yo, that girl you messed with got some big titties. With your, with your daughter, you can't buy, yo, that guy you messed with got a big dick. You know, that makes, you know, like right. that. So I guess some, you know, it's, it, I'm heartfelt with my daughter, and it's very sensitive, very touch, touchy topic. And, you know, nobody's ever good enough for your kid. You know, honestly, that's how I feel. Uh, but you got to find a balance. And, you know, anyway, she, you know, I guess they would kept on breaking it up and breaking up and arguing. You know, kids, they argue about little things, this, that. You know, somebody was talking to someone on Snapchat. And anyway, you know, so she broke up with him and she's been, like, miserable. You know, and, like, it's so hard to try to help your daughter when they're going through that, you know, that broken right. heart. It's such a, at a young age. And, 
you know, I know it affect like some of her schooling, and I had to really sit with her and talk with her, and really just drop game on her, right? And tell her like, yo, I had to, I had to tell her like, yo, you know, I basically had to give her a couple of inside guy, uh, you know, traits, like meaning like. Yo, listen, you know, um, I saw your Instagram and you're out there putting quotes out there like, yo, they'll miss me when I'm gone or they'll miss me when they don't have me no more. Right. And I was like, yo, stop doing that because all you're doing is showing them that you care. And she's like, so I had to try to explain to her the scenario of like trying to make believe like it's not bothering you. Right. If you speak to some of his friends or, or friends around him. Don't even get into, you know, it, you know, him because then they're like, yo, did she ask about me? And when they find out, no. Then you know, and and you know, she told me, and it's so crazy. She said this. She's like, "Dad, I don't want to play that game. If I, why would I make believe I don't care or miss him or or, or I'm not hurt Aww. if I wasn't?" And I was like, "I get what you're saying. Like, it's funny. That's almost for like people when they're older. You know, when we're older, like we're older now. You know, well, I don't want to play games. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with you. And then two, I gotta wait two days to call you after the first day. Like, right. yo, if I'm feeling you, I'm calling you next day. But yo, let's go get some pizza and let's fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, honestly, like you know, I, that's just how I feel. Like, I don't have time to play games. I remember back in the day, yo, even like I was messing with this girl back in the day, and I didn't call her because I was busy working on a project. The next day she texted me, I, I knew you were just somebody who was going to fuck me and leave me. Aww. You know, I was like, well, what are you talking about? I didn't even get a chance. She's like, you know, the two-day rule. I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. So back to my daughter. <laughs> but you should have checked on her. But yeah, back to your daughter. Back to my daughter. I guess I'm just saying, like, you know, it's only so much a father could do versus his daughter. I can't help heal her. You know, but I can help be there for her. And it's just been tough because I know she's going through it. Right. So I've just been trying to, you know, meet her for dinner or, or you know, I send some money to her PayPal. Even though I'm presence over presence, sometimes presence, you know, involves Yeah, especially presence. as a daddy's girl, yeah. And I, would, I was, you know, she had hit me. She wanted this lip gloss. And she was like, and she was like, no, you don't have to get it for me. It's okay. I'm like, treat yourself. You know, and it's like, you know, it's just, I don't know. I guess I'm just saying to all the fathers out there, man, you know, it's like uh, if you're going through this or will go through this, you'll learn. If you're going through this, man, feel free to let me know how, how you got through it. You know, throughout my life, especially on social media, I've helped a lot of fathers. Right. And I love doing that. You know, I see somebody going through some shit and I'll DM them and reach out to them and give them some shit that I've been through. You know, because it was tough. Like when you say about my ex-wife, man, I got through that shit. It was it was tough. But then there was better days. So I know the, you know, the moves to make and I, and and. To, you got to find a good balance. But anyway, internet's, you know, uh, dealing with a daughter, a teenage daughter, the fact, and a broken heart is very hard. And yeah. So, you know, I've been, I've been, I, I, it hurts me. I, listen, listen, it hurts I me. I mean, I'm not having, because you were saying that co-parenting is not an easy thing. I'm pretty, I'm having a semi-easy time. The only issue that I am having is he's not really a disciplinarian. Like, he doesn't really, like, to her anything when she does the bad things, you know? Or he doesn't, like, encourage her to do her schoolwork. Well, let me ask you, how, so, many, how many days does he get her? Well, now that he's... Well, he before was taking her every weekend, so from Friday to Sunday. But now that um, he's moved, with like maybe, like, every other week she'll go out there. See, you know what sucks? And he and works And that's another lot. thing. As an, and we'll save this for another episode. Yeah. I want to do more of a parenting episode soon. Maybe a presence over presence episode. But, you know, here's something I want to drop on you and for the Internet too that are listening. It sucks because I've been in that situation. You only have your kids for the weekend, say, right? And then you have to punish them 
Right. But you can't let – and you don't want to, but then you can't let them get away with everything. Keep in mind, you know how hard that is when you're only with them two days a week and you find out that they did shitty in school that week? And then you're like, instead of Saturday, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday being fun, it's fucking you, – you got to punish them. Then they hate you. You know, co-parenting is tough. Yeah. But what I would say is this. You have to communicate together. Mm-hmm. The mother and father, somehow, some way, put your dick aside, put your pussy aside, put your thoughts about whatever they did aside, meaning, and worry about your kid. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sit here and be preacher Pete, but what I'm saying is that is the only way it will work. I'm not saying that you guys will come to a full agreement, but you'll come to a full understanding. Well, that's, that's why I said I'm having a semi-easy time because we do have, like, great communication. Mm-hmm. And that's so, all that matters. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what really matters in this world It's just, like, you know, the kid. And I think people forget about that. And I, I think I mentioned this before, but if I didn't, I'll say it again. When I just got divorced and I started to become a weekend dad in the beginning because be, later on I became more by, by going more. By instead of saying, like, hey, can I come Tuesday night for pizza? She said, okay, can I come Wednesday? I started coming all the time. Right. Even just to drop by to put her to sleep if she let me. But, uh, you know, I'm going to say this, too. A lot of people uh, may not get this, uh, you know, and some people will. But uh, when in the beginning when she, she, she had hit me and we were so, like, getting divorced and it was so early on. And she was like, hey, you know, you want to um, – she's like, I want to go out tonight. Can you watch your daughter? And in my mind, I answered back, like, wait, you want to go out so you can get fucked and you want me to watch her? You know, my... <laughs> and I was like, no. And then, like, I hung up and, and about 10 minutes later, I thought about it. I says, holy shit, who gives a fuck if she's getting fucked? I get an extra chance to see my door. Yeah. I, I said, I said, well, yeah, I'll take it. I'll be right there. <laughs> because, you know, you know who pays? The kid. Right. So, listen, you know, don't let the kid pay for, you know, your thoughts or your judgments or what's going to happen. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in situations that have happened. If your marriage is over and you got divorced, let that shit go. As long as nobody's bothering your kid, no one's putting their hands on your kid, then love your kid together. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. So I know. support it. But hey, listen, other than that, man, I'm just trying to stay alive, man. I'm trying to stay alive. Are you drinking water? Well, you know, I have been, but not as much as I should Drink be. Drink? Why are you drinking sangria then right now? I mind you fucking Put some business. water in it. Did you put ice? Let the ice melt. The ice is going to melt. Let it melt. melt. Listen, you know, I'll be honest with you. So for those uh, that listened to a couple episodes ago, I got this thing. I went to the doctor. I wasn't feeling well. I was feeling dizzy. And, you know, I still feel once in a while. Like, I feel like I'm going to fucking, like, like I don't, I don't want to say pass out, but I feel like I'm going to fall. And uh, he had told me that. So have, you finish or you done? You don't feel like you're going to pass out, but you feel like you're going to fall. Yeah, okay. some, some Birdman shit. Okay, okay. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm I'm trying to just make sure I'm all right. So they said drink a lot of water. It's called like an author, author, hyperactive or some some shit. You thirsty. Now take some damn water. I don't. I guess I'm just dehydrated. I don't. Like, and you know what's so funny? I, I like to drink. It's just that I guess I'm not. You like to drink sangria. I mean, well, beer or wine, you know, that vino, that, that Merlot, that Cabernet. You know, some. Sometimes I feel like when I drink wine, I feel like I'm unwinding. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? The wind down. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, that, I think that's what means everything, you know? It, 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 mean, it means to me at least, you know? What about Who you? Who cares what it means to you? What do you, you mean you fucking water. cares? What are, you, what are you talking about? The wine is the wind down, you're saying, but I'm telling you you got to drink water. Well, I listen. <laughs> drink some water. And I, I know that low-key Nat wants you to drink water, so... I'm team with drink the damn water. Shout out to Loki Nat. You know, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I was home today. I want to tell you something crazy real quick. I was home today, and, you know, being Mr. Mom home today, right, um, I had Tristan in Baby Premium in his playpen. And as he's in the playpen, uh, you know, I, I, I put the TV on, make him watch TV, and then I said I had to run upstairs. I was doing some laundry. 
But what happened was I changed him. I just left him in his diaper. So all he had on was his diaper, no shirt or no nothing. I said, let me leave it. It was cool in the house. Sometimes I leave him like that, just a diaper, you know. So all of a sudden I'm like, I'm, I'm doing some laundry upstairs, and then I run back downstairs. And as I run back downstairs, this fucking kid's naked. And I'm like, what the fuck? How the fuck is he naked? He's naked, and his diaper is like fucking like 20 feet from the fucking TV. He's the hottest one. And there's a shit ball in the fucking playpen. And then there's piss on the fucking thing. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? So I fucking grab him, right? Make sure that he's not going to pee on me. You know, I fucking. So I change him into a diaper, and then I put a onesie on him. Then I put him in his high chair so I could get the fucking search of a shit. <laughs> so I grab the fucking diaper. I grab up the shit ball with the diaper, right? And then literally I'm on the floor looking for shit. And I said, what the fuck has my wife, what has my life come to? <laughs> Honestly, yo, I'm, because I don't know if he threw shit. Yo, one, I'll be honest with you. One of the most worried thing at that time was in my mind. What I was worried about was, yo, did he eat any shit? <laughs> yo, I was bugging because I was like, yo, baby, if you ate shit, I ain't going to talk to you for two days. Real talk. You're going to have to talk to your mother. Look the other fucking way. Don't look at me. Brush your teeth. You know, like, like and, and uh, but, you know, everything, it was only that little ball and I washed uh, his sheets and I got everything all, you know, all, Before all Loki Nat came be, home. Yeah, well, I had to tell her, I had to tell her, I had to tell her. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you know, internets, listen, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. We're going to take a, 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 a stroll down memory lane. But more importantly, I think we're just going to take a, a stroll down the hip-hop memory lane. You know, or maybe just a, what was that called? The Yellow Brick Road in the Wizard of Oz? Yeah, was it Yellow the Yellow Brick, Brick Road? Road yeah. So we're going to take a, 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 maybe a step on the hip-hop brick road. You know, and we'll go back to where all the bricks were put together and built. You know, there was a couple contractors there. And, you know, they got their hands dirty, put some bricks together, you know. And um, anyway, what I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we're going to really go back into time and then come fast forward and, and, and find out what the fuck is going on. Internets, listen, I'm happy to have this gentleman here. Um, we connected a couple of years back. I'll get into that later. But the one and only, the cup master, Cool V, is in the motherfucking book. I'm in the place to be, man. Listen, man. Yes, sir. I'm, good to see you, man. Oh, good to see you too, man. Great to be living. I'm happy. Teeth showing. Ow. And them three you times out here looking day. like you was dipping in the fountain of youth. Oh, man. Because you gave us that book and you look exactly the same. I try to um, keep myself up. You know, I, I, I know I gained a couple pounds, but I ain't going to be out here looking like I need something. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, are you eating, are you eating kale? Uh, yeah, I eat kale. Kale has became like, kale is the new Kardashian, man. You know, everybody but, fucking eat. Everybody. No, it's not like I go to the store looking for kale. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I eat it. You know what I mean? Like Ow. I say, you know, because it's a lot of stuff that I don't eat. So, when you know, I'm not going to not eat kale. What you don't eat? I, I don't, fuck uh, I don't asparagus. Eat meat. I don't eat meat. Okay. Why is okay. that? I don't eat chicken. I don't eat turkey. I don't eat. Why is that? Uh, I was watching a film in 1988 called Faces of Death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember oh, that. I remember that. That was too. where they used to kill all the, 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 the um, puppies, monkeys. Ones? Yeah, I saw all of them. I got all of them in my house on VHS. Yeah, I remember. Like a, I remember them like a red uh, VHS. I remember the VHS I had all exactly. Of them. It's about. It's a, well at the time, I think it was like six. Mm, mm. But they made more. But they had banned them in the U.S. because you know people were really getting killed on these videos. It right. wasn't like a play play thing, but they showed. Um, they showed a cow slaughtering house mm. and how they were slaughtering the meat. Oh. And I had just came from Wendy's 
And I think they had these beef slim jams. And when, on the when, road. when was this? This is on tour, the Dope Jam tour, nineteen eighty eight. We on the tour bus. Okay. And uh, so now I'm, you know, you know, you rarely see a beef slim jam. Yeah. So we on the, you know, them truck stops got everything. Yep. Yep. So now we, I'm sitting here watching faces death. <laughs> And I'm looking at it, and they chopping the cancer off the cows wow. in the slaughterhouse and mm. selling it to people. So I'm saying to myself, if the cancer is on the cow, that means the cow had cancer. Don't you get rid of the whole cancer? Most whole definitely, cow? most definitely. No, right. they chop it off, and they get all the, you know, the they meat. They cut the corners. And they cut the corners, and they chop the meat up, and they put it in the stores, and they showed it. From top to bottom, how they killed the cows, how they, you know, they they butchered them, and and I just couldn't do that no so more. So that opened your eyes. That stopped me from eating cow. It stopped me from okay. eating beef. Okay. And then in 1992, I stopped eating chicken just to see if I could do it because I was eating a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just stopped eating chicken, and I didn't miss it. So therefore, then the turkey comes and everything that comes with that. And but how did you stop eating chicken, especially touring, man? Like, touring, you know, because I feel like chicken is such, like, a burger. It's such, like, it's so essential. Like, it's, it's... When you stop eating something, it opens you up to so many more things to eat. So what were you eating when everybody was eating? Because I'm sure tour buses, everybody eating chicken. And I'm on tour. You know Dougie Fresh. Yep. He doesn't eat meat, so we all eat together. We okay. going places. We doing what we doing. We eating avocado and whatever Ooh, sandwiches. Fancy, fancy. You know what I'm saying? And and, and 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 it's good. I've never ate like that before. And then we're eating it, and I'm like, hey, man, I don't even miss this stuff, man. Yo, you know what's so funny? Right, right, right We have to get right into it, and then Let's we'll, go. we'll come back and... Uh... You know, we'll um, get, get into, into more thing. of you. Yeah. No, 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 we got to stay right into the food thing. Because it was funny, like, as I was telling you before, with Milk D, Audio 2, you know, Milk being my brother-in-law. My man. And uh, you guys, you and Biz, uh, did over 100 shows with them, yes, at least. Yes. I mean, toured had, with them had to. for years. Had to. And he was telling me a story that one day, I think he was in North Carolina. He was on a tour bus, wow. right? He said he was signing autographs at a record store, okay? And they were there all day. They didn't eat. They were tired as a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Right? Said so next door there was a burger joint. And they went there, him and Giz, got a burger for themselves, walked back on the bus, and just ice went crazy. I don't know if you remember this exact moment. And where he was pissed off that he didn't get burgers for everybody. That right. how are you just going to come back on this fucking bus <laughs> and, not, and, and not have burgers for us? He, he said it got to a point because I guess Milk and Giz had a, a security with them. Oh, great. Yeah. Be yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. And, um,. I guess just ice like almost got into it with him or whatever. I mean, I don't know if that was well, well, on the tour you were on. No, no, no. Well, at the at the end of the day, it might have happened like that. But once you get to understand just ice, it's like you know, just is one of the most misunderstood people in hip hop. Really? Yeah. Like, you know, he the bravado. Yes, everything that he say he'll do to somebody, he will do it. But me and just have the craziest conversations. And he's the most kindest person that people would never understand. Like, but if he feels a certain way at a certain time, maybe he might have been hungry that day. Yeah. He said, "Where are you just gonna bring hamburgers on here?" Yeah, yeah. I, I can't say he didn't do that because I've seen him do other things. But I always tell people all the time, man. Jess used to come over, spend the night at my crib. We talk, we watch old movies, karate flicks, everything. You know, listen to music, listen to reggae music, listen to. All types of stuff, and he's very misunderstood. Really, sort of like a flavor flavor. 
Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I could see when you yes. when, when you when you put it like that, I could see that. But yes. you know, yes. I mean, it's just there's so many. St- like you know, I think that there could be a reality show of tour buses. Oh man! Just because there's got to be so much crazy fucking shit that goes on through tour life, especially shows back in the you. day. It t- any time because you got to think about it. On a tour is some people's first time living with somebody else. So they show all the, the way that, you know, how you, they act. Yeah. Your vulnerabilities are exposed. Your, 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 you know, your inhibitions. Your... Maybe you forgot stinky feet. <laughs> yeah. You know? All of that. You know, I'm trying to say it in good ways. Clip their toenails. I'm trying to say Talk it in about good ways. It. Because all of that's exposed on the bus. Everybody can't live together. That's why you don't see a lot of girl tours going out. Yeah. Because women ha- can't coexist in a tight space mm-hmm. they need space and people don't understand that if you got a lot of women on a tour give them space give them a big dressing room give them all of these so things that you, they need when you went you on can't tour give them all a big dressing no no no, room. no 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 listen most of the people that's on the bus is in the same crew right. so if they if they got a big dressing room for all of them then that's cool you know, like you, for Beyonce, she has her own bus, yeah. and then the other people yeah, have their bus. Yeah, but you're talking about now. I'm talking about regular people that's on a tour. Sometimes the promoters don't get it, right. and they try to treat them like men on the road. Got you. Men can coexist in a tight space. Women can't. Got you. What did uh, they do for like Roxanne Shante or even MC Light? Didn't Light you were on the same bus? No, no. Me and Light never shared tour buses, but me and Light always hung out outside of the tour. You know, mm-hmm. like Light is like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we always connect regardless wherever. You know, to this day, like if she comes somewhere, you know, yo V, I heard you're gonna be X Y Z. Let's get up. Yeah. And we get up. We might go get something to eat. We might just talk. You yeah. know. And that's cool. That's what we do. I mean, that's a relationship that is over the years that I respect and I, I cherish. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, you, I mean, you've been around. I mean, I'm not talking about just in general as a person, but hip-hop, 30 yes. years, right? 30 plus uh, yeah, years. Yeah, we put our first record out in 1986. And yeah. what was that? Make the Music. Mm, mm, I mm. also had another record released that year, but I had recorded in 85 called Education on Sutra Records with Abdul Tariq. Mm. I actually did... Um, that record, that's the record I was beatboxing on and I was scratching and I did a little drum programming with the Lynn drum and I was in the studio with Burt Reed. I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. It's outside of hip-hop because he was with uh, Crown Heights Affair. Okay, okay. And uh, he let me be who I wanted to be in the studio. So I, I learned a lot in that one session with him as far as like being free and let the record make itself. But your inspiration came into the game as a DJ. No? Yes, I'm a DJ. And it's by funny, trade. But you know, I love when people say that. Yeah. I, I love when people say that. And you know, I heard that your mother bought you your first piece of equipment. Bought me my first. And the reason equipment. why I bring that up for is because of the kids listening to today. I always think it's so important that, like, you know, if your mother supports what you do and then tries to get you a piece of that, so then you could learn a trade or learn, you know, learn something. Like, you know, when mothers do that, let me, special. Let, let me tell you how inspirational my mother is. My mother don't even like loud music like that. Really? And Go she, with that damn music. She knows that that's what I wanted to do, so she just was going to buy me, and I would do things like this. Mom. You ain't got to buy me no school clothes. You ain't got to buy me none for Christmas. I just need a mixer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and she would do that. You know what I mean? Like, listen, that mixer costs $250. You know, we living in the project. Yeah, most definitely. You know, like, man, listen, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy how 
you know, and she used to tell me, oh, you better find you a real job. That DJ stuff ain't going to be nothing. You know, Ma, I'm not going to college. You might well just put the next one through college because this is all I'm going to do. And I I told her, we we going to be all right one day from this. How many know? siblings did you have? Oh, I got eight brothers and sisters. Wow. It's eight of us. And you're, are you the eldest? I'm the oldest boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you and who? Where did you get your inspiration in DJ from? Pops? Yeah, my pops had a lot of music in the house, and okay. that's how I actually learned how to. I, that's how I first started. My first party I DJ was on a hi fi that my father had bought, but my father didn't live with me in the project. Okay, so we still had the hi fi and an eight track, and that's how I did Damn, my first party. Yeah, I did my party, my first party, 1978, on a hi fi and an eight track because I had to keep the party going. So I had eight tracks okay. with music on it, and I had to. The high five. Couldn't, couldn't let it stop. Nah, man, I couldn't let it stop, and I was rocking. So yo, eight tracks. When I my, my mother had an eight track player in the house, man, and and she had Elvis Presley. She had Marvin Gaye. Like yo, let me tell you something. When we put those things in there, like for me, they broke on her. Like I got in trouble. I got I got I got a uh, I got my ass. You whooped. never fixed them. No, I didn't know how. See, she had to go get them fixed. No, but what no. I'm saying is, well, you talk about like a we tape, but wheeling it in. We in a project. Listen, I had, nobody fixing nothing. I had no idea. Good times, man. Uh, Just remember that. Wait, I'm sorry, guys, for the for the the, the younger generation. So the eight track. You got to Google that. You put eight records in it. No, it's a cartridge. <laughs> okay. It's like a, it's like a the before cassette. Before cassette, okay. it's eight tracks. So it's a cartridge now, not just a little tape. It's a cartridge about this big, mm-hmm. and it has four check tracks on it, and they call it an eight track. But because you know you can fit, but so music before one switches to two, two switches to three, right. three switches to four. So now you will get up to so many songs, and then it will switch to two. So if you had uh, everything. That you made a tape, you could go from one to two, and it okay. yeah, three. Got four. you. Yeah. yeah, but you know it's funny because in 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 some of the some other interviews I heard you in, mm-hmm. I heard you mention that your father said, "Yo, this music is going to get us up out of this situation." No, yeah, he what, what, he. what situation was that though? The, situ- the projects? Or? No, no, well, see, my father didn't live with us in the project. Okay. My father and my mother broke up, and we moved into the project. Okay. So, but my father was living in Florida at the time. And he bought me and my brother guitars. He bought me a lead guitar and he brought my brother a bass guitar. And he told my cousin, you're going to play the drums. He said, this music is going to get us somewhere one day. And he said that when we was little. So I went to guitar school from about 8 to 12 till I, you know, lost interest in that. You know, maybe 14. But now, years later, you know, my father is a DJ too. Mm-hmm. And my uncles are DJs, his two brothers. Mm-hmm. So... They are my inspirations as far Most as definitely. DJs is concerned. But my father, when he was, you know, DJing, he played a certain way. So now you know hip-hop is coming to play. You got Grandmaster Flash, got tapes mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. He cutting up freedom. Mm-hmm. Good time, good time, good time. So we practicing that. So we trying to do that. We trying to emulate that. My father come down, who the, is going to play something when they just playing one word you're just playing one word what what is that <laughs> let the record play nah we ain't letting the record play <laughs> <laughs> and you know me and my father go through it all the time but i always make him laugh i say hey it lasted past them two years you said right he always said it ain't gonna last a year two at the most yeah well they proved them wrong hey you know listening to grandmaster flesh and yes. just, I mean, what is like that? Like, paint the picture for people who never heard of Grandmaster Flash or never I'm, just heard I'm, him I'm spin. Gonna, I'm going to paint the picture from the beginning, how the inspiration came. 
I, my uncle gave me a record called Super Rapping. Mm -hmm. That was in 1979. I had never heard anybody rap about a DJ. Melly Mel, mm -hmm. Cowboy, Kid Creole, Raheem, you know, the five. Scorpio, mm -hmm. Mr. Ness at the time. They rapping about Flash. I had never heard of Flash. But it says Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. So they rapping about him DJing. But I don't hear the cuts on the record. Now, you know we know about cutting. Most definitely. But we don't hear. So I'm, I'm listening. I don't hear it. But they rapping about the, the DJ. And I said, wow, I wish I had some MCs to rap about me like that. I could be large. So we started looking for the Flash tapes. Anybody got a Flash tape? You know, because on the record, he ain't cutting. They talking about he the king of the quick mix and all of this. And when we got a Flash tape. That was the best thing. That was like having, I don't know who's the hottest artist you might have heard in your life, but having a Grandmaster Flash tape back in 1980 was the best thing in the world, and now you want to look for the next one. And the way he's bringing in the records is incredible. Like, I DJ, I mix. I'm a dance music DJ first and foremost, so I know how to mix records. I know how to ride records to the end. Flash is bringing in records at certain points where you like, how do you think of that? Mm. You know, and he, everybody got to get some. Mm -hmm. Everybody. I'm like, yo, he bring, and if you listen to these tapes to the day, me and Biz listen to the tapes in the car still to the day. And it's certain things that I say, man, he was just above, a cut above the rest Flawless. as far as, switching the records and going into the records the right. cutting we learned how to do that and we were kind of you know like after a while after you practice it like if flash did it this many times you do it this many times plus some that bringing in the records it took thought mm -hmm. and i tell and people that, music, that all the time and that music played in his head exactly you know, you know i i got a chance to see that with just blaze you know yeah. uh being cool with him yo i would see him do something in his head and bob his head and then go somewhere i'm like there was no music on. How did that fucking, you know? Because you got to think it, then you got to execute it. A lot of people think it, but they can't execute mm. it. A lot of people execute it, but not very well because they're not thinking about it first. They're just freestyling. See? And I've learned to do a little bit of both. I freestyle. I execute. I just try to make sure that the crowd is happy when I get off the turntables. Yeah. Right. One thing I think is very hard with, with DJs, and I think, you know, you, you could uh, agree with this, is... It's like almost like um, it's hard to get in. It's hard to to be approved. Like uh, you know, I know uh, I listened to something that you were saying back where it was like it took so long to get put on. It took know? long to me. Yeah. But I'm thinking about it. It's only a couple of years. No, no, no. I know that. Yeah. But you know, sometimes people. Are, how do I say this? Like when you come around like uh, a certain crew, whether mm -hmm. that be DJs or this. Yeah. People give you. I don't want to say the business, but. They make it hard for you if they're already there a little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes people make it like, and then when you prove yourself. The like, hateration. The yeah, hateration. And, then, and then you realize the next pe person who comes in, you wind up doing that a little to him. No, not me. Not saying you. Yeah. But it's almost like, like for me, I, like, I'm going to give you an example. It's almost like interns. Mm -hmm. like, like, like I remember like when I used to work in the city for a little while working like stocks and commodities. Yes. They used to make the people get the coffee, get the donut, get the this. It was like a ritual of needed to be done that. So when I got into that position, I just said, nah, nah, I'm not going to let you get me coffee. Let's go together. But even, you know, using that example with DJing, did you, like you said it didn't take that long, but you feel like yeah, it was no, a little I, rough? No, it in? was rough. It was rough because, like I said, I was basically known for dance music and 
mixing. I used to play in bars and clubs. and In the city? No, in Jersey. Okay. And my father owned a bar, too. So I would play at his bar. I played at my uncle's bar. I played at their friends' bars. I would play at weddings and all. But I was known for keeping the party going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my father, you know, he always used to say, you good, but you ain't nothing but a big tape deck because <laughs> you'll never say nothing. You just keep the music going all night. Nobody never going to know it's you. So that's how I got my mic game up. Okay. So then I got my mic game up. But, you know, as far as hip-hop was concerned, that was in the gyms and the YMCA and, the, you know, uh, whatever various gyms around the way that we had where we gave parties at the uh, VFW. And, you know, I couldn't get in them parties. Like, I could get in, but they wouldn't let me get on the stage and, and do my thing. And I used to be coming to the guys trying to get down with them or whatever, and they'd be like, nah, shorty, you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... You think that because they felt like you didn't build the, your name up yet? Yeah, but the thing of it is, is I'm listening to what's going on, and I know I belong. Mm. So I know yeah, I once can you bring, get Once you get on them decks, I, you, yeah. I, I, Listen, give me the opportunity, but, you know, I bought the guy around my house, and I had my own equipment or whatever, but later on, the same guys... Uh, I guess the, whoever they was using for equipment or whatever had backed out on them. And I came in with my system and they paid me. I would have got down with them for free. Me and Biz wanted to get down with them. They used to have 500 people in the in the uh, YMCA. Great. So, ba- so back YWCA. It up. So back it up. Uh, obviously, Biz is your cousin. Yeah. How, how did how did you connect? Like, because, you know, I got cousins, but I don't even talk to you anymore. Where the fuck you at, cousins? You know, but how I don't you... like most of my cousins. No, <laughs> no, like I swear. One like, of my cousins got some big ass like... titties, but I don't see her no more. Yo, I can't. You be an extra Latin today? Yeah, <laughs> qué pasa, primo? You got your cousins? Yo, but uh, yo, V, wh- yeah. wh- wh- you know, Biz is your, is your cousin. Yeah, when in these did... these yeah. times when you know you're ready, right? And my uncle was a DJ too, but he wouldn't let me get on the turntables before a certain time. Mm-hmm. Until he came to the house one day and he saw me practicing. He's like, yo, we got to bring you to Long Island. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, Biz was staying in Long Island at the time. So, okay. you know, that's, but my uncle wouldn't let us get on equipment out there. You know, he's the big DJ. He's doing, we got a crew. Yeah. He got rappers. Hey, young boy. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Take I, your time. Yeah, yeah. Y'all can't, no, 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 no. Y'all can't get on here. But it came a time when we could. But now around the way, my sister, Sharon, she's in the book. Um, by the way, the symphony, mm-hmm. everybody go get out and mm-hmm. get that com. Um, she was the first visionary to even see that me and biz needed to do it together. Mm. She said, you and biz should make a record. Now this wasn't even a thought of minds or ours because making a record wasn't a thing for me. I was already, you know, DJing parties or whatever the case, but biz dream was to make a record. Mm-hmm. So he would be going down everywhere, beatboxing for people, rapping, doing whatever, getting in battles. Me, I would get in battles, but it would be MCs. I'd be DJing or whatever the case, and it would it would work out. But my man DJ Cheese, mm-hmm. he was the number one DJ in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he had won the world, yep. the New Music Seminar. Yep. He had won the World Supremacy um, DMC thing, and uh. Cheese came in and we were having a battle at the YWCA. Mm. And he was like, yo, V, this your equipment? I'm like, yeah. She yo, that sounds good. Bring it to the field. And when he say the field, that's Plainfield, New Jersey. Okay. And I said, now, this is the number one DJ sure, in the definitely. world. Not the round away. Right. 
the world. He say, V, let's do this. Let's do it. Now, in my mind, if the number one DJ in the world sees something in me, why the guys around my way don't see the same thing? Because they hate us. You know? And now I go out to Plainfield, and me and Chief start rocking parties together. So I'm, like, opening up for him, and I got the equipment. So we start giving parties. So he comes in and closes. So now, you know, if you know anything about Cheese DJ, he DJ with the turntables on the same side, mm-hmm. on the left-hand side. I can DJ with the turntables on anyway. So I'll hook the turntables up, DJ his way. And, you know, so when he come in, it's a smooth transition. He got the drum machine. So the parties used to be electric. So now Biz comes to the parties. Now we got, like, me, Cheese, Biz, we in the party. We tearing these parties up. And we started making a name for ourselves. So now we start moving to New Brunswick and Asbury Park and going around and doing Jersey, things. Jersey, baby, Jersey. And the name starts getting up. Now, Biz is still making a name for himself in New York. He's moving around. He's doing everything. Now he gets down with Shan. Mm-hmm. They do the thing called a one, two. Yep. This was like a record, but it was a tape at the time. Mm-hmm. It's you magic and them playing it on the radio, but it's not. It's live from Roseland. Biz beatboxing for Shan. So it's the one, two. And uh, Biz was getting large off of that. So, all right, boom. We we like, yeah. Biz like, yo, we're going to be stars. Watch. We're going to be stars. <laughs> we're going to be stars. Now, we looking at Biz like, yeah, all right. Because, you know, one thing that we didn't get into just now, me, Kane, and Swan. And yo, hold Biz. up. Without, without, going, yeah. without going off track. Yeah. What the fuck is uh, T.J. Swan? He's around, man. He's uh, managing groups, and he has a transportation company, too. Really? Yeah. Like a Cessarite for old people? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, he said he got trucks, and, you know, they ride people. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't rode in one, so I can't tell you. Okay. But, well, uh, shout he, out to TJ. He, you know, last time I talked to him, that's what he told me. He had a transportation thing rolling. That's what it is. Okay. So so, so you said Biz and, and, and TJ. He and... told us all we was going to be stars. But yeah. now we rocking loosely around New York, New Jersey, Long Island, whatever, we doing what we doing. And it just started picking up. And, and, and then you started seeing, you know, the work that you've been putting in is starting to pay off mm. because now it's about being prepared because now we're getting opportunities now. So now we got we got a 45-minute show and we ain't got no records. Mm. We get on after anybody. As long as you let us get on the stage, we don't care who got on, who's getting on. We doing what we doing, but we was getting a little chump change here, there. You know, promoters beating us for the money at the end of the night and all these funny stories. And Yo, you got to – nobody fucking put those promoters in a trunk or something? Nah, you, you got to understand. We was young. Yeah. We teenagers. Yeah. We out here, we running around. We just trying to make a name for ourselves. It ain't too much to want to fight about. You know, you want to fight, but the promoter got away. All right, yeah. And one of the promoters we actually ran into years later and saw him in Arizona. Like, yeah, he's like, yo, I want to get y'all for a show. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We'll hang with you and say what's up. You ain't never going to pay me no money. Nah, yeah. It's never going to happen. Well, but. I guess, you know, that's one thing, you know, and, and I, I've learned that from the Donnie Brasco movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Donnie Brasco, Bronx Tale. Um, you know, it takes all somebody got to do is, uh, you know, just fuck you one time, pause on money, mm-hmm. and they could be out of your life. Yeah, you know, it's like because uh, the kid uh, in their collagen, so you uh, get up easy. Somebody, yeah, somebody uh, owed him twenty dollars. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, where the fuck is my money?" And he's like, "See, listen, what do you want to do? You want to fight this kid for twenty dollars? He's out of your life." 
Adam. You never have to deal with him. I mean, he's not going to call you next year for another exactly. twenty. Exactly. So you know, it's uh, it's it's it's. I guess it's good to look at it like that. So 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 you and Biz, you know, moving around Jersey. Right? Yeah, and we and we and and we just start making the name. So then, Biz, you know, makes the Death Fresh crew with Shantae. Mm-hmm. Now this is a record. You know, mind you, I'm doing other little stuff around the way. Like I said, I did another record with my man around the way, and uh, that. That fresh crew just starts taking off, and now, yo, the it's it's reality now. Now, the same year we hear make the music, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so now we down, yeah, you know, and now we're going out doing our own shows, and and that's when he formed and asked you to say be his DJ. Yeah, he t- he said, look, this is what the crew is because the Juice crew didn't actually want me and Kane down. Swan was already down cuz he's on Make the Music. He's on the record. E- even so Kane didn't Kane introduce uh Biz to Marley? No, never. Who then because No. Wait, wait, so then we so I think Biz then introduced I heard maybe. something like that before. Now the reason why cuz we had Kane on the Combat Jack uh-huh. show a yeah. while ago and he was um Forgot, man. I'm gonna have to go listen to it again. Biz, but, Biz but introduced I, Kane. Biz to introduced Molly. Kane to Molly. That's what yes, it was. Yeah. What happened was, I think uh, he was coming around, and uh, he was like, "Yo, I want to introduce you to this guy," you know. And and yeah, okay, that's how it happened. So Biz was fucking with Molly, yeah. and then Kane came. Yeah, okay. Biz, we see, we made a original make the music in 1985. You remember all the the, the signature beats were mm-hmm. uh, TV shows then. Mm-hmm. You know, Dougie Fresh and them had the Spectre Gadget. So we had the Pink Panther. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, But we never put that record out. It was Make the Music because we had some other guys rhyming. And then it was like, Make the Music with your mouth, Biz. And then yeah. he'd do the beatbox. But, you so know, you held off on that? Pink yeah, Panther. Yeah, 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 yeah. We came back and, you know, we had a better formula, better system. But... Now, I didn't have anything to do with making the music or anything on Make the Music, but I'm the DJ. But the Juice crew now, mm-hmm. Fly Tie and them, mm-hmm. they don't want us to perform with the Juice crew. They're like, yo, they want this to go down this way and this go down that way. So Biz fought for us and saying, look, if Vaughn and Kane can't come, I'm not doing it. I mm-hmm. quit. Because y'all can't make me have whatever y'all want me to have. This is my crew. We already know our show. We do what we do the way we do it. Mm. And that's how we actually started getting accepted by the Juice crew. But me and Kane was the last two on the totem pole to that's get down. Crazy. Yeah. And, you know. like Especially and, Kane. And know? we've made the most records, like, outside of the, 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 the you know, like, I, me on the production, Kane on the writing. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of records. And, and, and um. Marley, I mean Marley and Biz, I mean created uh, so much greatness, and 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 Marley know. was the teacher, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So he taught us, you know, what to do in the studio because nobody was sampling like Marley, you know what I'm saying? So we learned how to work the machines, yeah, at Marley's crib. So now we like, wow, we, you know, because nobody samples drums like Marley, but yeah. I have to give him that credit. You know, he's way ahead of the. The game in that. I mean, so many people he have. I mean, yeah. No, the, the the sampling of the drums. It's nobody sampling drums like Molly. And when he showed me how to do that, my whole vision of how to make records changed. So now we're you know making our career, but we're all working on Biz album. Mm-hmm. You know to make that album. You know, and that's why you know the second album and the third album, and even with Kane's second album and third album. We had to break away from the the formula of the way the Juice Crew wanted to do it because we are our own team. 
and we had a way we wanted to do things. But even when we was doing stuff, we never got credit for it. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get credit for the records. Meaning like you and Kane? Yeah, yeah, all of us. Like, 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 listen, like we, you know, Molly's the teacher. Like he's showing us how to do stuff or whatever. But we come in with our own ideas. See me living in Jersey. I'm going, I'm messing with the 45 King. Sure. And he's showing me, he said, yo, you got the ideas. If you got the idea when you come to the studio, you're producing the record. So, you know, it's so funny because I feel like there's so many like arguments like that in music because yes. it's like somebody will be in the room and say like you know you should say just a friend and then he may say he may say just be saying i'm a friend and then you say it and that th- that is considered to be creation it is creation but what i'm trying to say is you can't take credit for the whole record for that credit is credit but if you take it all where's mine well, it's got to be some type of contribution. Credit. Exactly. And if, and with the contribution that we've contributed, if we got just a little bit of name on any of it, we could make money and make a better way for ourselves. Sure. And, and you know, also it sets you up for the future. This is what I'm trying to say. So we didn't get that. Yeah. You know, like, I don't take anybody's credit. I don't take anybody's credit. Whatever you do, you've done. Right. But what I did, why didn't I get my credit? But, I mean, when you brought that up to anybody. No. I See, first, we didn't know what it was. Yeah. But when we brought it up, they said, no, you have to do it this way, and we have to do it that way because that's the way we got the deal. And we saying, well, if you got the deal that way, why? We wasn't informed that that's the way the deal was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we're doing the work. Why can't we get the credit? Most definitely. They said that they didn't really believe in hip-hop back in the day. Like, you know, like... You guys are like the pioneers. Like even Roxanne Shante, she said her contract was the, written on like a paper bag, pretty much. Like they didn't give her like a great deal, but there was like a little loophole where they didn't think she was gonna go to school, so she like used that to like pay for like that, so she got her doctorate. Like, well, see, that's before me. Right. Shante's my sister, but she's my sister after that. Right. You know what I mean? But we all around and we're we're going through the same problems first of all we're teenage teenagers right okay. so we don't know what's what and you don't you know not but this acclimated. i got you but if we're going everywhere right and we see other people with hit records and we got hits as just as well as them and they're living better than us there's something wrong right yeah. i'm not counting their money I'm just saying, where's my money? I've never received a royalty check ever. Wait, from wait from Make the Music with Your Mouth? No, no, no. I have nothing to do with the production of Make the Music with Your Mouth as you hear it. None of that. That has nothing to do with me. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the records that I do have something to do with. I'm just saying. But name some of the records that you I, have. Just say yeah. Insta- Cool V's Tribute to Scratch. Okay. It's Cool V's Tribute to Scratch. Yeah. Right. I did that record. Why don't I have any credit on my own record? So no ASCAP checks? Nothing. And is that the record company's fault? Uh, it's nobody's no, fault. I'm saying, it's my, it's like my fault. The yeah. lawyers and it's stuff, It's my right? fault. It's my fault. Well, and not really, like, we can't blame you because you were ignorant to it, you know? So it was whoever. It's not about blaming. Overs- it's, about, it's about if you if you claim you've grown, you're supposed to act grown and do grown man things the way grown things are supposed to be done. And I'm not taking anybody's credit. But what I'm trying to say is if you listen to the whole Juice Crew catalog, you will never see Marley produce a record for another DJ. Mm-hmm. When? Eric B for president? That's Eric B. Mm-hmm. He didn't get Marley didn't get producers on Eric B for president. Eric B got that production because he bought the idea, and that's his DJ record, right? Right. Okay. 
That's the way these things go. And if you don't know, nobody's telling you, nobody's trying to advocate for you. I'm saying that in any record, this is the one record I could fight for is Cool V's Tribute to Scratching. Mm. That's the record I did. So let me ask you, who who got money off of that? Tell me who didn't get money off it. It's been released. It's been re-released. It's been put on other albums. It's been done. And that's just the beginning of what I'm talking about. And I'm not trying to bring down none of my no, brothers. No, no, no. Most definitely. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm being positive at the same time. But I have to educate people every time I grab this mic because you have to know. So now when you get into a situation, be clear and make sure you took care of your business. I didn't take care of mine. So now I have to sit back and talk about old stuff that bothers me. Mm. You know what I mean? Because nobody sat down and told me, like I tell people, what is supposed to be mine and what's supposed to be theirs. Kuvi's tribute to Scratch, and that should at least be my one time produced by Kuvi, right? Mm-hmm. I did it all. Mm-hmm. Anybody do nothing for me? I did my own cuts. I did everything else. I put the records together. I, I had the idea. That's what it is. Kuvi, go ahead. Biz, that's the best record Biz has ever done off the head ever in his life. Biz didn't write one lyric for that. Biz did the record straight off the brain and made it sound like he wrote every word of it. That's dope. So that's why in the symphony, I have the lyrics written out on the bookmark. Mm. <laughs> well, I tell you. But I, I, hey, listen, I'm going to get my money from it now because I, I, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, like I said, I think it's. For what it is, it's an inspiration for other people, you know. Yeah. As always, and and you know, yes, you have to this, talk about it. Part of the book, the symphony, you know, what, the symphony is totally positive. You know, one thing I love about it is that it's you, just really giving people their roses while they're here, and that's what life you know? is about. And it's like you're not being bitter, not at all. You're not all. being someone not who's like, yo, you know, because you know, honestly, you know, what I do want to get into is you, you have lived besides not getting royalty checks, it's something that actually bothers even me. Mm-hmm. You know, but besides that, you I mean, you traveled the world for free. I mean, the the world. <laughs> I you mean, know, I've been everywhere you can think about going. To, I haven't been to Africa yet, but we have had offers. I haven't been to um, uh, what's the what's the place that Jazzy Jeff and them they love to go Dubai. I okay. haven't been there, so I'm 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 trying to get to these places. You know, what I'm saying while I'm still living, I want to get to all the places I haven't been to, but. It's, that's a beautiful thing, man. What? And a kid from the project can go all the way around the world on hip hop, yeah, and never paid to get on a plane a day in my life, yeah. And and you know, for those that don't know, Master Cool V or just V or Vaughn or however the fuck you want to call him, <laughs> you know, um, we curse it, we curse it. Yeah, yo, you know, I curse too, but I'm gonna just keep it clean. <laughs> now listen, we, we we curse all day long. We just we just talk. Yeah, it, yeah. Whatever comes out comes out. But yeah. uh, you know, um, for those that don't know, because, you know, there may be some internets that don't know, you know, also not only just being business cousin, uh, DJ, uh, yes. nasty DJ. Listen, I was talking to Melk the other day, like I was yeah. saying, and he was telling me, like, yo, he remembers one time where he came into a, a club, could have been Latin quarters or Might something. Have been. And he was like, damn, yo, come master, yo, he's he pretty nasty with that. You know, big it's, shout to Red Alert yeah, because yeah. Red Alert never lets anybody get on in the quarters. Mm. He used to let me get on in the quarters. Mm. I come up there. I used to have my little DJ bag, mm. and um, I call that my any party bag. Biz actually took the bag when he started DJing, and <laughs> the rest is history. But Red Alert would say, yo, V, I'm going to go to the bathroom for a minute. Man, hold me down for a minute. And 
let me get my thing off in land court. And I, I respect Red for that because I know he don't do it for everybody. Yeah. Right. Everybody can't say they DJ'd on a Red Alert set in land court. And I've done it a couple times. Now, were you hitting that mic also? Oh, listen, you know what I'm saying? Yo, da, 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 but not too much, too much. I'm not a too much mic man. How was the atmosphere? When the ap- you, when, when, when quarter? When, no, when you were in there. Walk, walk the internet for those that don't know. Like, oh, man, Land Quarter is one of the most hip hoppest places you could <laughs> ever go to in your lifetime. It's unfortunate that everybody won't get a chance to experience it, but everybody that has, I actually had a conversation about Land Quarter before we, I even came onto the radio today mm. because. The dances were made up there. You had the IOU. Yep. You had the JAC that used to come up from Union Square every now and Wait, then. What about the Bismarck? The Bismarck. Every, like, that listen, hold up. It, Biz had his own dance before Latin Quarter and all of that. Mm-hmm. But think about it. All the dances, you know, came out in the clubs first. Biz is creative. Biz had a dance. He didn't even have a name for the dance, so they just called it the Bismarck because he'd just be doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how Biz real dance. That's his... <laughs> That's how he really moved. That's how he really moved. You know what I'm saying? So he always been doing that. So that was inevitable. And we tried to put out a dance every album, you know, like where Biz would do something crazy or funky and we'd name it or whatever, the Gator or the Mudfoot, the Biz Dance, the the return of the biz dance, you know. But uh, so the Latin Quarter. Latin yeah. Quarter is incredible. The hip hop energy, the records that were broken in the Latin Quarter. No, I don't think. And then, I, like I said, I'm not saying nothing about who from where. I'm not comparing it to nowhere. I'm talking about what I felt in the Latin Quarter. I felt more records got broken that club in the 80s golden era mm. than any other What's place. What's something you can name that you remember? Man, Public Enemy, Rebel Without a Pause, Stetsa Sonic, Ghost Stetsa, mm. Milk and Gears, Top Nobody Bellin. Beats the Biz, Do the James Brown, Super Lover C, Casanova Run, Cracked Out, oh, uh, Masters man. of Ceremony. Uh, man, come on, man. These Yo. records, come on. It's in, The Yo. energy is... Yo. Ah! How many chains got tucked in when Top, oh, top Billy came listen, out? Listen, man, listen, listen, listen. Chains got tucked. How about nobody beats the biz? Yo, let me tell you something. Listen. That beat, that beat alone, man. Yeah. I mean, yo, that beat, that beat is so nasty. Nice. Incredible, drops, incredible, incredible, incredible. Oh, oh, it's just a um, an energetic record. But you got to understand that record was born from the Latin Quarter. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand we had to make the music out, and we used to come to Latin Quarter, whatever the case may be. But when records would come on in Latin Quarter, we would always say, "What record can we make to come on after that?" Mm. And that's how we would go to the studio. And be, we wouldn't try to make a record like that record. We trying to make a record that's gonna come on after that. Because mm. you got to make a record that's gonna come on in the heat session, or it don't matter. It don't matter. So when you rebel without a pause, I see more people get robbed off that record by Public Enemy than any record in history. Fuck. That record was that yes, and the whole Brooklyn just went crazy. The, the everybody just got robbed. It just like just robbed. <laughs> yo, look, look, everybody got robbed. This is like yo, if you ain't have a chain on, they just grabbed you. you better, is, yo, you got to tuck that shit in when that shit come on. Ain't no tucking in no? the black corner. Nah, especially, nah. but that's because you wore these big ass fucking rope chains back in there. No day. tucking. You wore them big ass rope chains. I, I I took my chain one time. You know what I'm saying? The Land Quarter. Big shout out to everybody from Land Quarter, man. And I, we knew most of the people that were in Latin Quarter, but Latin Quarter just wasn't the the place to even try to wear your chains. You don't need the jury in there. The party was so live. You don't see the jury at the time was giving us that status symbol mm-hmm. on the street. Mm-hmm. So when you brought it into the club, it made you look a certain way. But Latin Quarter, you really didn't need it. 
You mm. didn't need it. It, it. And, you know, I was crazy. I wore my stuff in there a couple of times, but most of the time I didn't have it on. Any fronts? Fronts? What, me gold fronts? Yeah, gold nah, fronts. No, I, I never wore the gold no. fronts. Kane had the gold fronts. I, nah, I like to show my whites. <laughs> I had you know I had I had a fourth piece front and I had two the two was a stencil so it showed my white yeah uh, you know with the gold as the yeah. outline yeah. Yeah. yeah you know that's Brooklyn man you know, you know, know, that's how we did it but uh, so what I want to do is bring people back for a second for those that don't know Coovey uh, is not only business cousin not only a DJ uh, also business role manager so you've done it all you like I, the jack of all trades yeah I, I listen. I learned how to role manage from um, God bless the dead, um, Chris Whitaker, you mm. know, which is Sante's baby father, mm-hmm. was which was the best role manager we ever had in our life. And I always try to treat people like Chris used to treat us. You know, he was the ultimate role manager. I always tell people that all the time. So you know, big shout to Chris because he showed me that game. Mm. The artist is supposed to be happy all the time. Now, because I'm business DJ, when I'm playing role manager. I can't be the DJ and the road manager. I got to turn into road manager because I got to make him happy on the road. He got to be happy. I got to take care of the road. I got to make sure everything that's going on. So, you know, and that's what road managing is. Now, my DJ thing is I'm supposed to hold him down from the turntable side of the game. That's what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, me, I play every I play every role, man, security, <laughs> role manager, DJ, producer, mixer. I'm, I'm everything, man. Hey, it's a good thing to see, uh, you know, family, uh, support family, and then creations come after that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But look, family that stays together gets paid together. Most definitely. Loyalty brings royalty, you know. But in this game, and, you know, not with me and Biz, but I, I just learned that you got to really be careful who you are loyal to. Because loyalty is bought and sold in hip hop, you know, and that that's not cool. Amen. You know, it's not. Um, it's, it's it's sad that we can't, you know, get together and have conversations about you know, you, business, and people don't take it in a different kind of way. You know, business gets in the way of everything in this business, but it is a business. And you have to, as an artist, understand that, and you have to, on the business side, understand that. It's it's a fine line in this hip-hop game, man, you know, and people always tell me all the time, V, you care too much. You you too nice. And I'm saying to myself, how can you care too much? Mm. What happened to you where you don't care enough? You know, that's that bothers me in people, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not that kind of dude. I don't like politics. I don't like sugarcoating too much, making things fluffy where they ain't fluffy, man. And I, I, I have a hard time dealing with people that do that. It's just, it's, it bothers me, man. You know, so. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and, and in this game, you could be as loyal as you want to be, and the game will never be loyal to you. Mm. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's why Scarface said, I fuck hip-hop. You remember that joint? Hey, man, listen. Yo, when you listen to them lyrics, you understand, man. But why we got to be like that as people? You know, why everybody got to try to come up off somebody? Why can't we come up together? Why we can't help the brothers that don't and the sisters that don't know? See, what I'm trying to say is that's why the symphony is very important to Mm hip-hop. And go get it at Mm djcoolv.com. That's the only place you can get it because I'm never letting another middleman get my cut. Maybe some book signing, maybe some in-store book signing. Yeah, we'll do all of that. We'll do all of that. We can can work. I'll work with anybody that want to work. 
but it's only one place you can get the symphony. Now, if a, a bookstore come to me and we do a book signing there and they promote it or whatever the case, and they want to sell them for a price, I give them a discounted price on the books so they can make money because it's all about business. Yeah. And it's right. all about flourishing and understanding and getting into different situations. Don't think when I say that I'm not willing to do what needs to be done. I'm just not letting the machine take control of my career from this day forward. Most I can't definitely. let it go down like that. And, and and like I said, the business bothers me because people that you trust the most mm-hmm. are the people that don't value your talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, you, 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 you look at people, they don't, you got to constantly prove yourself more to the people that know who you are mm. than a mm. stranger. Mm. Mm. You're going to church today. Come on, You're man. Going to church Come today, on, Vaughan. man. Come I'll on, tell you, man. I, that's why I tell people. Come on. Appreciate people who appreciate you. Yo, we live in a world. I even tell my daughter this. How the fuck do you appreciate someone that doesn't appreciate you? And then the people who appreciate you, you it, shit on them. Because yeah, most of them be ugly. <laughs> no. I guess so. Well, see, like, like I, 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 I just look at it like this. As I get older and older and I start getting wiser and wiser and I mm. start seeing things way before I saw them before, you know, like I said, no money will ever break me and biz up. You know, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen because I'm not in that for the money. That's about our brand. That's about our legacy. That's about what we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. But it's always these business decisions that come into our thing. You know what I'm saying? And they don't look at me as a viable part of the business decision. Like V's expendable. V's dead weight. V, you know what I mean? You, I've had promoters try to say, do I have to come? Mm. You know what I mean? I've had people that's doing business with us say, you know, we just need biz to record this or whatever the case may be. Do you got to come? They don't want to buy a plane ticket or get a room. Is you crazy? Yeah. But, you know, like right now, like I'm not going to be going on the road with biz on the DJ dates right now, but all performance dates. So I'm getting my thing together. I'm trying to build my brand, make sure. people understand who I am. and BYOB. And, yeah. Build your brand. Yeah. And, you know, it never stops. And I think that, like, you know... um, We'll get into that because there's so many other avenues that you got involved in with Biz. Yes, you know, we're yes. Going, we're going to go over everything. Yes. Internet, you know what? Let's take a break and then we'll come right back. Internet, uh, you listen to the Premium P Show featuring Miss Listen Knows, uh, my homeboy, Cool V, Cutmaster Cool V. <laughs> <laughs> Vaughn is in the building. Oh, Don't go nowhere. Man, I'll I'm be here, right baby. back. Let's go. Ciao. You, you're listening to. The Premium Pete Show. That's my man. I call him Pistol Pete, but that ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And Miss Lissa is over here on my side. Are y'all having a good time? I'm having a good time. It's your boy, Roble. Let's get into it early. Hey, shout out to all my Mexican people. Look, I'm like Donald Trump. Like, I like all the Mexicans. I'm just going to build a wall. That was a bad joke. I was just joking. What the fuck, man? Y'all can't take a joke anymore? That's fucked up. Can you hear Sunshine? You hung up, son. You hung up on him. Would you hang it up on me? Nah, nah, Shane, nah, Shane. You know it ain't gonna uh, be that shit. Biz, what up, baby? It's Premium Pete. What's going on, man? Hello? He can't hear. Yo, Biz, can you hear me? Oh, that that ain't working like that. Biz. Actually, you know what? Yeah. I could I could do it. Yeah, he can't hear. Yeah. 
Yo, keep hanging up on me. <laughs> nah, that's the, the 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 system. Yo, yo, Biz, what's up, man? It's Premium Pete. Yo, uh, Vaughn got a fucking BlackBerry, man. We can't hook this up to the studio, <laughs> man. What, what the fuck you doing with a BlackBerry, more, man? I'm about to pull out my sidekick, Biz. You got to put more minutes on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you got that Boost Mobile. It's you know? all good. But yo, we want to just bring you in real quick. We're sitting here with Vaughn. Uh, just, just, just talking about the symphony, just talking about his career, just talking about life, man. So we just wanted to bring you in, just get your thoughts on the book, you know, a couple, like a couple of minutes, just maybe we'll talk about something about maybe yeah, touring. Yeah, let's just come on, let's do it. All right. I told him to get a regular phone. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get him one for Christmas. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you, you can hear it? You, you hear, you hear us, Biz? Okay, so listen, it's me, it's Premium Pete, it's Vaughn, and it's Miss Lissa. Say hello. Hi, Biz. Hello. So listen, uh, let's give, uh, one of our segments here on the Premium Pete Show is uh, phone a friend. So let's phone a friend, Biz. Uh, Let's have him, let's see what he thinks about the book. Let's see what, you know, see what he's doing real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, so Biz, listen, anyway, uh, thank Thanks for taking the time to chop it up with us real quick. And, uh, you know, we're here talking with Vaughn, talking about the symphony, the book at djcoolv.com, right? Yes, sir. Um, You know, yes. listen, first of all, I love the book. I love the book. You know why I told Vaughn I love the book? Because all he is is talking nice about fucking people. I'm waiting for the book part two where he talks horrible about people, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, w- w- what do you think about the book, Biz? The book is a great book. And it tells stories that people never know. You know what I mean? So it's like a, it's like a, it should be a, it should be a five part series because all of us got our own different stories. But he, he, put, he summed it up pretty good. Yeah, I tell, you, I would really like to hear it as an audio, also. You know, I think that, uh, you know... It... I told him to do an audio book. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the record straight. First of all, Biz told you, Vaughn, to get a new phone, get that BlackBerry the fuck out of here. That's yeah, first of all. Yeah, and yeah. number two, he told you uh, to do an audio. Biz, I think you're right. I and, think you're right, Biz. And, and he told us we was going to be stars. To and he told us we was going to uh, be stars one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, tonight we... <laughs> but you were right we about shine, that. Yo, yo, we're Biz. shining in the light, nigga. We're shining in the light. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Biz. I'll tell you one thing. Me and him were talking about how how many places y'all been all over thirty years. Just just traveled the world. What was one of your now best? We, what was one of your best places that you you know you visited? My house. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Just out of town, out of LI, out of out, just out of New York City. I can't tell you because everything got its own different experience. Mm, mm. All right. Well, what's the best food you had from visiting a certain place? I can't tell you that either because when I'm hungry, I just go on a warpath. Okay. So then, what does Biz eat? What does Biz eat for a late night snack? Uh, it depends on the store it's open. You gotta be something good, something sweet. You fucking with Entenmann's? Oh, yeah, Entenmann's is great. Yeah. Entenmann's is great. I'll tell you what I used to like back in the day, it was the honey buns, the the William Perry. Remember William Perry, the football player? He used to have his own honey bun called the William Perry uh, refrigerator uh, what honey bun. What do you to know? I hope Woo-wee! <laughs> No, nah, but I'll tell you one thing, uh, Biz. Biz, one thing, I, one thing I will say even about you, um, when I seen you at in, in backstage at Yo Gabba Gabba, when me and you were chopping it up and I was with my niece and my lady, 
One thing I love is that, like, how far both, even both of y'all came because when I seen that performance for Yo Gabba Gabba, and I seen like you know, uh, 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 you know, Cool V come out and hype up the crowd, and and I seen and I turned to the left and I turned to the right, and the hip hop I know from Cool V and the hip hop I know from Biz Mark, it was living in a building filled with like babies and 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 parents and like. Asian parents, white parents, black parents, fucking like, yo, this shit blew my fucking mind, man. So, I mean, well, the thing I mean, is, it's like, it's like, you gotta look at us as like, we're timeless entertainers. That's what we are. Mm. Mm. You putting it so eloquent. Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta, we, we can reach every age group. We can reach the ones that came before us. We can reach the ones that came up with us. We reach the ones that come up under us and we reach the babies. I mean, how much can you like? That's 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 a blessing. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I like, I like I like when I see people and they and I see them and they have a smile on their face. I don't like to see a person grit you. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But one thing I like just to see is how like how you know hip hop is not just only music. Hip hop is you know it's like there's so many facets it's of hip hop. Yeah, and I mean, and and you. you you guys have shown that in, in multiple different ways, whether that be performing, DJing, you know, yo gabba gabba, just, just, just everything, man. Like, you know, I like to see, I like to see more, man. I like to see, you know, just, just different stuff, man. Opening the lane. We trying, we trying, we trying to come out with these TV series, and you know, we writing these books, and you know, trying to branch off into the movies. Come on, man, we trying to, we trying to do it, man. You guys are definitely doing it. I think that you should continuously focus on the younger generation because when I think about the music now, there's something missing. Like these, the, like the music in the now, like they don't put the same substance into it. So if you guys can, can like keep tapping into the no, younger generation, the next kids to come will like. Not even just the younger generation. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. The next generation the will be like. Generation. You gotta focus on all generations because music grows with you. Music don't just like today's music don't grow with you. You like it today and you don't like it. You don't like it tomorrow. With our music, it grows with you. It's like our green when you hear "Let's Stay Together." You have a different feeling when you hear our green. Right. Yeah. Timeless, timeless that's music, that's, man. That's what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, that's what I look for. Timeless music. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Yo, uh, w- let me tell you something. In 2016, Biz, are people still catching the vapors? Uh, they probably are. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they I believe listen. That it was gonna happen. Listen, I want to I want to remix it this spring again. Like, yo, we need to hit it's summer again or winter. Like, yo, you should have went all four nah, seasons on the biz. You got to you got to leave certain records the way it is. <laughs> well, true that, true that. I mean, I'm not. You can't, you can't, you can't touch masterpiece. No matter how much you remix it, the blood, sweat, and tears is not going to feel the same on on uh, unless you got you know somebody like Alana here like a singer record over. But nobody got my voice so Yeah, and nobody nobody knows me more than Cool V. So yeah. Well, I tell you, uh, be, before we let you go, I, I definitely like you know. I want you to, uh, you know, what's some thoughts, like, uh, you know, as you leave Cool V, like, you know, I would love for you to paint the picture to people who don't even know that listen to this episode and don't even know who Cool V is and hear you talk about him. Like, what, how could you sum up Cool V in your words? Well, all that I can say is Cool V is the brain and the calm before the storm of this marquee. 
Mm. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's Felix and I'm Oscar of the, uh, of the, um, of the, uh, the R couple. Yeah. That's classic way to look at he it. He understands, he understands. Like, a lot of people don't understand when I say something, but he gets it, so. And that's special to say, too, because y'all been together, you know, family, obviously, but but more importantly, you know, for many years. And, and sometimes even family don't stick together, you know, and, and you know, and just to see that y'all, cre- you know, especially you create opportunities for him and him create, you know, mindful things for you and you just build together and grow together, man. I, honestly, as a fan of hip hop, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that and I'm proud to see that. And I'm glad to even see like this book, Symphony, the thing I love about it is. You know, Cool V's just praising people that inspired him. And I think that in this day and age in hip-hop, people don't really, you know, people don't always, like, you know, aren't the nicest to people in the sense of, like, where they give them all their roses. They wait till they're dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, you know, especially with social media biz, you know, people are waiting on Instagram to put up a good picture of somebody. Like, when you know, but why not give business props today? Right. Or why not give Cool V his props today? They want to wait till you pass away. They don't want to take a picture. They want to put up a picture yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, but I, I, I don't worry about that. I'm just wondering about us eating out and our families eating. Mm. I never worry about praises. I don't worry about accolades. I don't worry about awards. Because at the end of the day, awards don't pay bills. That's true. That's true. That That, that is true. Let me tell you, does Just a Friend ever like get tired of performing after all these years? No. Because, you know, you got to think about timeless music. I told you, Yo Gabba Gabba, I turned to the right. There was about a 90-year-old woman singing Just a Friend to me with her granddaughter. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yo, that shit. But it was one, it's one of them records. Like, people told us not to make the record. It was whack. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna tell that story when you get off the air because I know yeah. you heard it 800 yeah. million times. We, yeah, we. I want to hear that when, when when we get off the air. Everybody but, from the EPMDs, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I listen. You know, proving people wrong is is, is one of the biggest. That's my job. Yep. That's my job. <laughs> from now on, we're gonna put an AKA to all your names, Biz AKA Prove Wrong. You know. <laughs> And Biz, stop. Listen, you gotta fuck with Thin Mints in the freezer, Biz. You ever fuck with that late night snack? You know Thin Mints. You know the Girl Scout cookies. The Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) You never heard of Thin Mints? I like my shit. (laughs) Like what? Fruit Roll-Ups? Don't worry about it. I like what I like. (laughs) Yo, but anyway, Biz, appreciate you uh, um, joining the phone a friend segment and like you know just just just. I like that, you know, the words you gave of Cool V, you know, means a lot when somebody gets to hear that. So, you know, and, and, and I'll see you soon and, and, and definitely salutes and appreciate you. No problem. All right, Biz, we'll see you soon. Peace. Hey. So, look, Biz, Biz joined for Phone a Friend, man, you know. Hey, he, on, he, he don't want to give me any fucking insight into what kind of snacks he's eating at night. No, nah, no, nah. because, because, because you know he he does that, but you know he's he's supposed to be on a diet. Oh, okay, okay, so so he ain't really trying to t- give away all the secrets. But I will say this: thin mints in the freezer, yeah, you know, are fucking well, official. But Biz Biz has lost a hundred and fifty pounds. That's right. You know, last time I seen him, he do he, he hundred and fifty. He, he, he lost a whole person. Yeah. So. He looks White good. White woman. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more than a white woman. Yo, so so tell us a story about uh, where nobody wanted uh, just a friend that thought it was whack. Like I said earlier in this interview, um, we were trying to break away from the normal way that we recorded, and we were doing all our own uh, recording. Mm -hmm. And when we was turning the album in, we let them hear Just a Friend. And they was like, that's garbage. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fly Ty tell you that. You know, Fly Ty used to be our manager at, uh, um, when we was on Cold Chilling. And uh, Fly Ty said, that's garbage. And Magic was like, come on, V, man. We need, come on, man. We need more. Now, did they feel like it was magic? I mean, not, not magic. Rest in peace, Mr. Magic. Yeah, absolutely. Did they feel that it was um, whack because it wasn't like, you know, keep in mind, at that time, hip-hop wasn't more of like that type of tone, right? No, no at that time, hip-hop was actually becoming more of a car music because the clubs were closing down in New York. It mm. wasn't that feeling in New York in 89 that it was in 87, 86, 85. It wasn't that feeling you know what i'm saying the rooftop and all that wasn't the same as it was before that record came out mm -hmm. you know so people were listening to music in cars so it became like the jeep music so you hear just a friend in a jeep come on man yo that one thing i'll tell you one thing about that shit that shit made me really think to some of my hoes like are you really fucking with this dude? They, they Are you just a friend? Everybody said that. That shit really made me, like, check my fucking girls that I was fucking with at that time. Well, I mean, you know, you're always supposed to check them anyway, but, you know, it, it, the, the, the lines that they use become so cliche-ish that you have to expose it on yeah. the record. Like, Just a Friend is a semi-true story. Yeah. You know, like, some of it's... 100% For biz, you mean? You know, it's yeah, it's it's different situations. So it's all, it's, it's, it's a very relatable story for everybody. You've yeah. been in a situation with a girl saying, oh, they're just my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ain't nobody. Come on, my cousin. Meanwhile, even if you said, okay, you knew back in the mind that, like, yo, something could be Hold funny. Up. Very few people are going to be a brother like me to people that aren't born from the same mother. Most definitely. Very few. I don't saying they don't exist. I'm a brother that if I call somebody my sister, that means we're not like that. We're not doing that. And girls, if they call somebody, they just say, man, oh, that's my brother. They ain't usually like that. that that's means... not true. No, no, baby. I said usually. No, I, then you, you it's acting... not usually with the man. No. If I say somebody my sister, don't know. I just said. I, I said just... most men, you know. I'm not kicking nobody's back in, but if I call somebody my sister, it's nothing that we, we're we not doing that. Yeah, she's you just know? a friend. No, she's a sister. Or just I a sister. I feel like that's according to the female. Like, I feel like if she was, like, rubbing up on your leg, you'd probably be like, you know what? Sister who? No. no. Sister Sledge. No. No, like, no, no. Be... You're talking about a real sister? No, I'm talking about if he calls a female a platonic friend, if he's like, oh, this is my sister... I feel like that's because she friends on you. To, no, no. Like she was like, no, oh, I have never been friend zoned. I'm going to pull them out the friend zone. I've never been friend zoned. 
Well, he first of all, let me explain something to you. MC Light friends on you. No, that's look. No, that's my sister. Yeah, exactly. She friends on no, you. No, because we came up in the game, yeah. and that's that mutual respect and love we Cue got the for violence. each other. Here you go. That's yeah. what happened. First no. of all, first of all, <laughs> if you know, Light, you hear this? If if, if you know anything, Light wasn't looking for. Uh, 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 she want a rough neck. Gotta get a rough neck. Hey, um, you wasn't yeah, rough neck, yeah, yeah. and that's uh, why you got put in that. Okay, zone. then I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> When it come to light. Well, well, if that's I, the way it went, then I'm going to take that. Wait, because so, that's my baby right there. So, I love her. So that'll bring me right into this. Yeah. First of all, Miss Wilson, what you may not know. And what I found out. What happened? Okay. Speaking with Melt. Okay. He had told me like, yo, let me tell you something. He had told me, he was like, yo, in every crew, there's a super hoe. Right? That's and you? And what he mean by that is like, yo, people that were bagging every type of girl. Right? Yo, and all due respect, I know you're married right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> And and, and, and and you know I can edit anything you want me to edit. It's all good. Baby. But 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 hold on, hold on. We, we, he was saying like have, we don't have he was saying in first priority, the super hole was a uh, uh, light DJ K Rock. You know? Okay, that's my man K Rock. Bitch out to K Rock. Yeah, most definitely. And, and, and then he was saying, but in in, in in your crew, in the crew, you know, with busy moving around with all them, he's saying yo, yo. He said first of all, he said the loop on Route Nine, the hotel. <laughs> He said, yo. He had them short stays. Yo, let me tell you something. First of all, from what I know about the loop, and, and, and I came way after. What, what, pause. Cool, cool, came, well, pause. Came after. Good pause. The loop, the loop was, to, like, when I had money, 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 like, and I really want to spend, yo, that shit, yo, they had, like, gardens and, like, yo, this shit was crazy. <laughs> but, yo, I, actually, here, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, there's a couple, uh, two different stories, but, uh-huh. like, why, why do you think they said that? I mean, w- w- were you just pulling the honeys at that time like crazy? No, I mean, you look at it, it's a different time. Uh-oh, he's slowing it down in speech. It's a different time. It's a different <laughs> time. And, 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 and me and, and our crew, it was, it was, that was just the way we moved. You know, you got to understand, we got T.J. Swan. Mm-hmm. That's the ladies' man yep. of lady of men. You know what I mean? Then you got Big Daddy Kane. Ow, that's right? chocolate dip. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got me. And then you, of course, you got the bizball key. So right? y'all, was, y'all was running through the ladies. And and it's, it's just a um, this is a time period, man. Well, listen, word is out that you, you were bagging them like uh, you know glad bags, but you know, <laughs> but but you know, hit, and and and, and <laughs> it's it's like this. I'm look. It, it, my past is my past. I have to share it. If I'm going to share my future with you, I'm going to share my past with you. So it's all good. You know, I don't have anything to hide. It's just that in hip-hop, at that time, the world was just like, it was just like, whose world is this? The mm. world is yours. The world it's is mine, yours. It's mine, it's the, mine, The world is cool being laid up in that hotel all day. <laughs> with the hoes. You know, uh, in the hotel. Smacking that cho-cha. But hey, I, I, hey, Milk was chilling. Giz was chilling. <laughs> <laughs> you know what what more can I say? Yo, but I will say this. I, I will say this. Here's another. How many kids do you have? Oh, I only have three kids that I talk about. They all, oh, okay, okay. So they're all the same lady? No. So three different women? No. Two. Two different. Ones. Okay. Yes. How, how did you do this though? Is it all? I did it. So it's like. I made it happen. Is it like two, like one was born and then the second one with a different lady and then you did like a side back to the backtrack or is no. it. Uh, it's like this. The older my son, two... My son was born back in 86. Right. You know, that was, you know, way back then. And then my two daughters were born. Was that the Loop Hotel? All my kids are seven years apart. So, you know, that's the God number. Well, it was 86 in the Loop Hotel? No, 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 no. You know, back in I heard, I heard no hotel money. I heard you put then. an extra floor on the yeah, loop I put hotel. A wing. I, I'm probably putting. And a now wing you're married to a different lady. 
Listen, I it, my no, my daughter's mother, and that's it. That's that's the only people I have kids with. But and, and anything you... that might cause not cause uh-huh. like I, I I've learned to respect that anything can come up. So if any other kids come up, I don't want to deny them, you know. But I have three children that I know about. Mm. I was mm. wild boy back in. The day. Yeah, well, supposedly. Yo, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we're, as we're on the topic of uh, ladies, another story that I, I heard, which I thought was classic, mm-hmm. was uh, y'all were in a show in Buffalo, right? Yeah. Okay. Milk, Giz, Biz, uh-huh. uh huh, TJ Swan, yeah, uh, you in, in a limo, right? He said, yo, when he painted this picture, <laughs> when Milk painted this picture to me, I was like, yo, this shit is classic. I got to tell it on oh, the show. Oh, we have many limos. No, going. so 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 yeah. in the limo. Melt, Giz, Biz, TJ Swan, Cool V. And um, he said that uh, at the time he had a Casio watch. Now, the Casio watch that was able to put phone numbers in there. You yeah. understand? Like contacts. This is a back-in-the-day watch. Yeah. Shit was fire back then. I had one. I remember you used to put it, be able to put it to the phone, yeah. and, and it would dial once you did that. But um, So he was talking about like that. Y'all were, like, whole-talking, like, talking about, like, yo, I was, you know, you know this girl, uh, Stacy from, you know, California? Like, uh-huh. And I guess when he started, when you were talking about hoes and stuff like that, or girls that you were messing with, uh-huh. right? I guess he said, like, he went through his Rolodex in his phone. And he's like, and which he thought were only audio to exclusive hoes. <laughs> and he was like, yo, y'all know, y'all know, yo, Tawana over here from Chicago? And then TJ Swan was like, yeah, I fucked her, you know? <laughs> And Cool V was like, yeah, I fucked her too, you know? And and, and and Milk was like, yo, he couldn't believe that all these different hoes that he thought were exclusive to Audio 2, everybody ran through. Like, he's like, yo, at one point in time, he realized after y'all were talking, he's like, yo, they were probably going to the next hotel after they went and seen me. Meanwhile, you know? Well, well, in, in, in music business, you got to look at it like... um. So many came before us, you mm-hmm. know, so many, so many, you know, like, you know, rock and roll and soul and, you know, all these big stars. We're not that big, you know, and if you know anything about tours, every year it's about five, four to five tours that go through the United States. So you would want to be on the first one <laughs> because... Everybody that comes back around see the same people. Mm. And that's just the way the tour thing is. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I can't even remember what Milk and them talking about, but you remember, I understand it. But I that understand. wife got that clank clank on you, <laughs> and now that memory is not serving I, you right. I, no, I understand. No, I understand because, like I said, I know a lot of people that were um, way on another level than what we were as far as that's concerned. And, you know, when they came around, it, I don't care who came around, That's they were the ones yeah. You know, like... You, well, uh, also keep in mind, back then you had the cornrows. Yeah. You were showing the pearly Wait, whites. What? Good night. Okay. The cornrows. Okay. Ooh, what's the... Come on now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They slimmed down a lot. They slimmed yeah, down yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, as you get older. They got older. <laughs> How did you meet your children, your second baby mama, wife, lady? Was she one of the ladies? She was walking down the street. Okay. She wasn't on the tour. No. Mm-mm. She's a good girl. Well, even, well, listen, he could have met somebody on tour that could have been a good girl. She just happened no, to be no, a hip-hop yeah, exactly. fan. Exactly. And that's what I'm and saying. And not all, not all. And then let, let, let me get this straight real quick. I was actually just going to ask him about the difference now because back in the days, like, even though you had, like, your 
whorish moments, for lack of better words, you still married the good girl. Now the new rapper is cuffing the stripper or the sex tape lady. So well, I me, was just me, wondering, that's defend, what I was going let, with let me, let me Let me defend the stripper, though, because mm-hmm. just because a person strips don't mean they're not a good girl. That's right. I love them. <laughs> make your money boo boo make your money <laughs> and, and and you know see people you cannot judge books by their covers ever and that's, that's literally you know because some girls are really stripping to support themselves and put themselves through school and it's hard to put yourself through school without getting a student loan and owing somebody for the rest of your life it's hard to do that these days, the way they're charging to get in these colleges. I'm not saying, I'm not advocating, I'm not advocating. writing a book or finishing college (laughs) with this money. But okay, we can't advocating. I'm not advocating for them to strip to do it. But what I'm trying to say, I have met people like that. I have met people that put themselves through school with I'm not saying that those women don't exist, but in this new time, the girl that's... Sitting on a sink is not like I'm taking these Instagram photos or I'm bartending or I'm yeah, but, yeah, but hold on, to hold get up. through school. Keep in it's, mind, I need to go to DR and suck this fat out to put it here. Yeah, but, so I'm doing this. But keep in mind, who is inspiring them these yeah, days? Exactly. Keep in mind, who is showing them what's what? Yeah, exactly. Yo, I, I but beyond... who's showing them what's what? The rapper. No, it's not only about the rapper. It's not only the rapper. It's only rapper. He's partially responsible. It's not about the rapper. It's way bigger than that. So hold up. So hold up. So the rapper is showing the girl who's putting her ass and taking a picture on Instagram with the mop and the fucking bucket in the in in, in the back. Okay, in her bathroom. I've seen many girls not uh, bad, uh, ugly shower curtain, (laughs) (laughs) fucked up. No, no, I'm saying he's he's not showing her that. Listen, let me tell you something. Girls ain't stupid. When you show a little bit of skin, you get in. You understand? So what I'm saying is that's why I I tell my daughter like, yo, when you wear something, I'm not saying you to cover up like you're a nun, but. Don't show everything. Don't. You got to get, like, leave that imagination. imagination. Not even, not even. I I tell my daughter, I say, listen, if you want to be respected as a queen, then you got to start acting like a queen. And the more you act like that, the better they'll respect you in the end. Everybody has their own clothes they want to wear. And I think a lot of things are, you know, a little provocative. But I can't tell nobody how to wear their clothes. That's not my thing. So I try to educate when I see things that, you know, because I came up in a different time. We came up right. in a different time. Y'all you, we came, we, no, but we came up in the time when, you know, it wasn't a fear of dying from having sex. Now right. it's a fear. Right. You will die. Right. If you, and it's, you know. If you don't get that Jim Brown <laughs> ski up on your sheet. Yeah. It's, and it's a different day and time. And, you know, we just want to teach responsibility and try to teach the positive side of this thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And no doubt down people because if we down our brothers and sisters when they doing the wrong thing, we're just becoming part of the problem. I'm not even saying that this is the wrong thing. I'm just saying it just needs to be some balance. No, no. And... It's got to be balanced in everything, right. though. Not just that. In Every facet Anything, of what yeah. we're doing, it has to be the balance. And you know, me and my man Lucio Dutch that wrote the book with me, he, we he we have talks about balance all the time. And I understand. I get educated sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know it all. Sometimes you think you know, and you just don't know. And some well, people are too afraid to tell people that they don't know. 
But you could learn something new every day. Exactly. I always say, like, I don't care how old you are. If you keep an open mind, you can learn something new every day. Yes. As we're older, you know, we got wisdom. Exactly, you know? exactly. So you don't tell, like, don't down people when they're doing something wild because we was wild, too. Absolutely. And now we're, 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 we're toning down the wildness. Absolutely. Right. And and you know what I love about uh, you, Cool V? I heard you say this before, and I got to touch on this as we start to wrap up this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, you mentioned about, you like. touching on? Well, pause to first of all touch on. I'm, I'm not touching on that. But what I liked is uh, I heard you say before, old school and new school should go on tour to, with each other. Yes. Right. And you mentioned like you would love to see see this happen mainly because you feel like old cats feel like the new school don't pay respect and shit like that, and, and the new school always likes to put the old label on the uh, on like oh they old. We, so why why would you think? First of all, I think it's genius. I would love to see old school, new school tour. But explain why you think it would work. Because we've been taught that anything old dissociate away from it Mm -hmm. when old would at one time was you know that was the uh kings and everybody they were older they were old they didn't call them old school but now we've in hip-hop we're the only genre with an old school so now that automatically separates us from the youth that's coming up because they don't want to be associated with nothing that's old so we got to be starting to call it classic and you know you know that 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 uh you know golden era hip hop not the old school because the we cannot keep separating we got to find more ways to get together man and what we're doing right now is we're trying to tell the youth what they doing ain't hip hop and all of this it's hip hop you just ain't on their vibration you're just not on their what they doing they all relate to each other so how are you going to tell them what's not hip hop mm-hmm. all you have to do to them is Tell them how to drop a jewel in their music, and then they'll start changing the content. See, content can be changed. The music is funky. It's just that the content is just going way left, and it's it's what they're doing. All of them are relating to each other. Every uh, MC, DJ, whoever it is, singer, wants to relate to their peers, people that are on a high level of doing what they're doing. They want that accolade of being acknowledged. So when you tell somebody they ain't this, they ain't that, they say, okay, I ain't that. I'm doing this. Now that just, you just unbridged. And you're talking the about the, like, the younger generation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about the younger generation that's there. This is their time. How are you going to tell somebody to do on their time? No, no. So I'm, I'm all for that. it. You I can't. think an old school, new school would open up eyes, would bond, yes. would bond hip-hop what even you, more what together. But you, you would call it legends and superstars. That's what it mm. is because the people of now are superstars. They haven't got legendary status yet. So now you got the mm. legends and the superstars. Mm. Das Effects. Yeah. Designer. See? Mm. Come on, man. Bismarck and Cool V. Yeah. Young Thug. Come on, man. Let's go. Mm. Let's go. Because it would bring the audiences together. Mm. It would bring the crowds together. And you, one thing you saw about Yo Gabba Gabba, mm. the kids party with the parents. That's yeah. right. They do. We See got what I'm up. saying? We got up. You got you. We got up. But you know what? Uh, before <laughs> before we go into I Don't Trust People, I do, uh, which is a segment, I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to show you what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I want you to just tell me right off the top of your head, like, what this person, you know, like, explain what this person means to you. Okay? Uh-huh. Right off the top of your head. Right off the top of my head. Bismarck. Biz is the best, mm. the funniest, the best. I, I tell everybody with Biz every week. If you're around him, you're gonna get three life changing laughs every week. Like you're gonna remember for the rest of your life. I got so many built up right now. I can remember laughs that we laughed off of things forever. Just like today, he, when I called him, I said, "Yo, we gonna call you." 
know what I'm saying? He said, I said, we're going to call you about the book. So whatever you're going to say, say it. He said, I'm going to say the book sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. And this is what I'm saying. He did say He's, that. This is, this is, we have fun, man. I, one thing with Biz, we don't get, me and Biz never had an argument ever in life. Oh, and, and he's been beautiful. hot with me. I've been hot with him about things. But we always could come to the point where we ain't arguing about it, man. Like, it is what it is. You understand. I understand that we trying to get to a better place in life, man. And you can't get to a better place if you ain't relating and conversating. Mm, I like that. Big Daddy Kane. My brother, man. Mm. One of the most prolific writers of any era, any time. One of the most ferocious MCs you will ever meet in your life. I don't care what you think. I've never seen Kane lose a battle. Mm. Ever. There you, you go. You know what I'm saying? This, this, like, and my brother at that. And, we, and Brooklyn. And Brooklyn. And, and, and Brooklyn. Yeah. And, 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 and Kane was the one that started taking me through LG projects and all of that. You really? Know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, I, I met Easy Mo B and all of them through Kane. Mm. You know, Mr. C, Easy Mo B. Kane the plug. Kane the plug. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I was always, Shim Sean up in the projects. Big shout out to Shim Sean and, and all of them, man. Like, I, you know, I, that was just a beautiful time, man. Scott LaRock. Smart brother. Way ahead of his time. Way, yeah, it's funny. Way, it's way ahead of his time. Way ahead Briefcase. of his time. Way ahead of his time. And people, it's a shame that people don't bring Scott up when it comes down to this business, man. Like, it's Scott had such a business mind. I He talked to me a few times in my life, and everything he told me was on point. And he was a good dude, man. Yeah. Very good dude. Roxanne Shante. My sister. I was with her yesterday, man. Big shout out to Roxanne Shante. What's she doing? She about to have a baby. Really? Yeah. 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 I said, come on, baby. Why? Wait, right this now. Time? Look, she's smiling. Hey, bro, you know how it is. We, I was just with her yesterday. So, Jim Brownski. Uh, Jim Brownski. <laughs> hey, Jim Brownski. She bringing another one. You know, big shout out to Shani. And, and Shani, if it wasn't for Shani, I might not be sitting here with you right now. Okay. So that's the queen. And we always going to respect her as that. And that's what it is. Absolutely. Rock him. Yo, one of the most realest people I've ever been around. Mm. Rob mess with you, he mess with you. He don't, he don't. And this, you know, and... If it's the people in the room that Rod don't feel too easy about, he's not going to be talking much. And if everybody in the room, he's feeling comfortable, Rod going to have some of the most fun conversations and we going to kick it and be whatever it is. And from the day I met him to right now, he still acts the same, always, always the same and a good dude and just real, man. He's mm. a real dude. Man. Mm. I, lo I love rocking. Mr. Magic. Mr. Magic, oh, man, he's the personality of all of us in the Juice Crew. He he made us see who we were. Yo, how did you get along with Mr. Magic? Because from everybody I hear, like, he was, he, he didn't like many people. He was very but nasty it, to people he I'm, didn't fuck with. I'm going to use I'm a use some profanity right here. Oh, who cares? Get because it. if Magic fuck with you, Magic fuck with you. Magic didn't fuck with you. Mm. Magic didn't fuck. And he would tell you that. Fuck out my face. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Magic don't play like that. Magic say, easy, get off my dick. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Magic was the real. And what real. did Magic say to you? Magic say, you know you my nigga, right? Yeah. You know I fucks with you. You know what I mean? He said, one thing I like about you ain't no punk. 
Mm. You know what I mean? And and I was always ready to get on the wheels. And Magic loved that. Magic was one of the most hip hop. We're gonna miss him because there's no other hip hop mind with the voice like Magic. Magic was the voice of hip hop. Nobody has ever since made a statement like Magic with the hip hop brain and knowing what's hot and applying it to the voice and putting it out there to the people. Magic knew what records were going to break. Magic had a good mind about stuff. Now, he might have been wrong on a couple of records like Just a Friend, yeah. but he, that was not because he was wrong on the record. He just expected a different kind of record from us at that time. And you know what? It's okay to be wrong sometimes. Yes, right. Because then it'll show you to be better to yes, be right. right. Magic was Magic was brutally honest. Yep. Brutally. 45 King. My mentor. Mm. The, the 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 man that made me understand what I was doing. I was doing things and didn't know what I was doing. I just was having ideas. And I would take them to Marley's crib and put them together. But Mark, when I would go to his house and do something, he was like, yo, you did that. I'm like, you did it. He was like, no, nah, you did it. You produced that. <laughs> and I'm like, word? I, he made me understand I was producing. And, 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 and told me, you know, the things. And, and Mark always have some funky horns to sample. Mm. Like... I go to the crib and he'd be like, yo, check this out. And till this day. And I just saw 45 King not too many, maybe two weeks ago. And he'd be, here, let me hear something. And he'd get into this little bop he do. And when he do that, you know it's 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 on fire, man. And and it's a it's a shame that people don't understand what he brings to the game. Mm. If it wasn't a 45 King, it wouldn't be a lot of stuff in hip hop. Mm. He's one of the best producers. Hip, he's one of the greatest hip hop minds I've ever met. Mm. Paul C. Paul C. Oh man, see that Paul best C. Best kept secret. Best kept secret in Queens, in Queens man. Studio twelve twelve. I only knew Paul C. for a couple of months, but you see, he's in the symphony. Yeah, that's how much he meant to me because I knew that with Paul C. We was getting ready to take over. We had an idea, and we didn't have that person because you got to understand, Molly was funky, and you know you. It, People, other engineers and people, producers just couldn't add up to what Molly was. Paul C was that ingredient that we needed when Molly wasn't around to make us take us over the hump. And boy, we was about to, you know, people don't. <laughs> oh my God! Rest in peace to Paul C, man. I like, and he introduced me to Large Professor, and Large Professor is one of my good uh, brothers, man. And I, I, you know, I love Large Professor, but I met him through Paul C. Good people bring around good people. That's right. That's and, and right. It's good to be in that energy, yes, man. The Slick last, Rick, man. Huh? Slick Rick? No, um, wait, wait. I don't want to cut you off. You said the last what? No, the um, the, 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 the irony between Magic, Paul C., and Scott LaRock. I had conversations with him just before they died. Mm. Scott LaRock, at least two days before he died. Uh, Paul, um, Paul C., about two days before he died. I was with him and Magic maybe a couple of weeks before he died because I was supposed to get back on the radio with Magic. He wanted me to come back on the radio with him. He said, you ready this time? Because he always used to try to get me on the radio. Yeah. And he said, you ready this time? I said, Magic, I don't want to do that. Shit, I, you better call me tomorrow or something because I, yeah. I got me thinking something's going to happen to me in two no, days. No, 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 You got to understand. They, nah, all, gave, they all gave me jewels when they left me. Most definitely. They and, all and, gave and, me jewels. See, the jewels are in the book. But they all gave me jewels. Scott told me things at a breakfast meeting. I'm wondering why. He said, yo, V, let's go break bread. 
He gets me up in the morning, takes me to eat and tells me things to benefit my life. Told me how much he sees that I mean to my crew. Yo, you more important than what you think you are. Mm. Did he have a dance crew called like La Rock Bay or something? Or is that someone else? I, I don't know about that. Okay. You know, I, I have to ask somebody in BDP. But like I said, us and BDP used to roll on the road. Most together. definitely. And Tons of shows. Ton, man, people don't even understand that. And they always talking about the Juice Crew versus BDP. They don't understand we was on tour together. Yeah. Like, two different sections. Before, like, when Shannon, uh, Chris, Luke Skywalker was the one that brought us on tour, mm. who was in the book. Yeah, he have was, you spoke to Shan? I talked to Shan maybe three weeks ago. Yo, let me tell you, one of Shan's, the song that I love, Left Me Lonely. I was telling Marley, yo, I was like, I was dating some uh, Dominican girl way back in the day, man. This was like when I first introduced the Dominican pussy. That shit took over me. It was like a love potion number nine. <laughs> that shit had me open. <laughs> Open. I'm talking about, you know, listen, that was the first time I ever felt my nipple get hard when she, like, rubbed it. Yo, that shit had me. And um, I remember him saying, girl, why'd you have to leave me that way? I love you to this day. And it hurts to think of the words we used to say. Yeah. Girl, why'd you have to leave me so long? Great song. Yo, that shit, he said, left me lonely. Man, that shit was like. Shan was a great storyteller. That's what people don't understand. Yeah. He was a great storyteller. Yeah, but you know what? This hey, other person that I'm going to bring up Slick Rick. is one of the greatest storytellers no, no, of all time. No, I, I, I would have to put him as the. Mm, mm. I, I would have to, and I, and I know great storytellers. G-Rap is a great storyteller. Shan is a great storyteller. You know, Grand Pooba is a great storyteller. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand what these people bring to the game. It's like it's so many uh, facets of hip-hop and I don't understand why we just can't get together, man, and, and love each other the way we're supposed to. But Slick Rick is uh, a great dude, man. But he's he's stuck to his. It's like Guru and uh, Gangstar. Mm-hmm. He never changed his style mm-hmm. for no nothing. No matter what people said, whatever. Rick always did what he did his way, and he did it a different way where he brought you into his world the way he wanted to bring it to you. He used words that you would never think about. You know, and added him, and, and, and it, it became a flow. His style, his dressing, his his approach to the game—that's what inspires you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, he was the he, patch. He, the, the, listen, yo, he, yo, you know, he, it, his, he want he he's being himself, but you're looking and saying, "Damn, I wish I could be myself like Rick." Most definitely, slick. He brought fashion to the game. Who else was talking about ballet shoes and fly green socks? Mm, Stepped out mm. with the Kango. He and and looked the part when mm. you saw him, like fly. Like he made us all go get ballets. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we all was wearing ballets back in the eighties. Yeah, like come on, man. I was wearing the Kangos. But, Classic, you know. But Classic. Rick, Rick just put the words in a way where you saw the picture without seeing the video. Yeah, and even even on the ending note of this, you know, uh, Kid Capri, man. You know, um, I know you've done a lot of stuff with him, you know. Yes. And, but 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 the funny thing is, like, you know, you had a lot more words to say, you know, like, like you, you've done some production on, on, on stuff with him. And then, yeah. like, you had a bunch of stuff to say about him. Meanwhile, you're doing produ- production on his stuff. I mean, what's some of the inspiration with Kid, Kid Capri? Kid Capri is inspiring because look what he has done with what he has done, you know, like over this span of time. Look at his career. He bought the big money to DJs in the game and hip-hop. You know, I'm not talking about EDM. EDM is a different type of money. But Kid Capri in hip-hop 
no big money was in the game. He got paid like an artist. And that's a part of our legacy. We 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 were at the forefront of that. And I, I love to see him winning, man. I, I just love to see when people win. Yeah. And he's winning. And he's still winning. And he sat me down. Like, I sat him down at the beginning of his career. Most definitely. And told him things to do to, get, be, you know, don't get caught up in this, like, about this. Do this this way. Make sure you do this, you know. And he took that information. And he blew up with it. And I didn't even listen to my own information. And then he gave me. And then he came back and talked mm-hmm. to me a couple years back when we was filming Masters of the Mix. You know, a, a show that I really wasn't in, but I was, you know, being on the creative side, like consulting with the people that was making it. You know, I never got no credits or nothing like that. But you got to make sure you get you know, Jeff you know, back. It's all good. On your name. You know, uh, they, hey, they ain't got nothing on it. You know, but Capri at that when we left the Master of the Mix one night, he said, yo, man, you got to start talking. You got to start telling people what you know and what you do. You know what I mean? Because I could tell people all day, but I'm not you. You need to start talking. And I never was about talking. So sure. you you won't find no interviews on me from the 90s. You won't find none of that stuff. You'll find 2000s interviews with me. But that wasn't even something you were trying to I'm be. Not, because talking to me was corny. You know, when we came up, it was about do it, not sure. talk it. You know what I mean? Just be about it. Don't talk about it. And I live by those principles. And, you know, now I'm finding that I missed out on a whole lot. I could have been talking mm-hmm. the whole time. Even I, your I, father caught it. Yeah, he said, you're yeah. going to be a good DJ, but nobody going to know who you are. Yeah, he, like, the, he these, all it. these things yeah. ring in my head. Yeah. And then when I, my man, that, like I said, Lucio Dutch, if you look at the symphony on the front, it says with Lucio Dutch, because he's the one that wrote the book with me. And what Dutch came to me and said, yo, V, man, you need to put your stuff in a book, man. You need to do this. And I've been hearing this for years, but he said something similar to what Capri said to me. And I said, that's another sign coming to me. Mm-hmm. I got to start paying attention. And when I did it, man, we started coming together and collaborating. And I did, and me and Dutch talk on the phone, man, like three times a day, man. And just right now, I got a book series coming out. And mm-hmm. you had to make sure you listen to Biz and Pete. Uh-huh. And get those audio tapes as well. Uh-huh. Like, people want to hear it. This is a new generation. you got to keep up. And you have such a great story to tell. And get it's a new only right phone. that you <laughs> give it to, <laughs> give it well, to the, the well, kids. Well, I was, I was, I was moving with the Galaxy. Yeah. I was moving no, with the Galaxy No, no, no. There's no Galaxy. No, iPhone. There's only an iPhone. Get out of the Galaxy. Yeah. No, I, ha- I, I still got no, one right here. But no. they, it crack. it's crack. If you see exactly, it, it's crack. Exactly, it's crack. This crack is whack. Stay out of the Galaxy. <laughs> Okay, and, I, no and, I, and I got a BlackBerry. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, hey, BlackBerry. No I, don't tr- I don't trust people no that still have BlackBerry. Yeah, I, listen, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kuvi. I'm you, sorry. You know I'm classic. <laughs> I'm, I'm a classic man. Yes, classic yes, you are. Man. I'm a classic man. I'll tell you one thing. You know what? Let's take a break, and then we'll come right back. Internet, uh, you listen to the Premium P Show featuring Miss Listen Knows. Oh, don't go nowhere. Man, I'll we'll be right baby. back. Let's go. Ow. Internet, listen. If you fuck with the Premium P Show. Okay, I want you to leave a comment. Okay, follow the SoundCloud. Where else are we on? We're on iTunes, Google Google Play, Stitcher. Make sure you guys follow, subscribe, tell a friend, and tell a friend that the Premium Peace Show is all in your ear holes. Most definitely. Listen, what I what I want to see is more comments. So, internet's all over the world. I'm seeing that. Yo, listen, this is people all over the world are tuning in. 
I right? love that. Check in. Let me know where the fuck you're from. And drop your location so we know it's real. Yeah. The Premium P Show featuring Miss Listen Knows. A.K.A. Beyonce. Subscribe to that motherfucker. A.K.A. Wiggy Smalls. A.K.A. Chia. Al. Peace. Internets, and we're back. Let's go right in. Let's explain to um, um, Cool V. So, Cool V, we have this segment called um, I Don't Trust People. And it's basically started off as me tweeting. Uh-huh. Like, I don't trust, like, what I don't trust or who I don't trust. Like, And uh, now it's became a segment on the show. Okay. And people submit every week. And, uh, you know, I'm loving it. So, Internets, you know how you know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, I don't trust people. It's I don't trust PPL. On, uh, use the hashtag on Twitter. At us, at the Premium P Show, at Premium P, at Miss Listen Knows. And let us know who or what you don't trust. What's some of the submissions we got this week, Miss Listen? So our first submission comes from Darren Dunkley. Mm. And he says, Premium Pete and Premium Pete Show, I don't trust people who say albums are classic after one listen. Mm. Well, you know what? I, I, I agree. You know, you got to give it a couple of listens before. I think in this day and age, people listen to uh, an album one time and say it's whack. You know, like, motherfucker, you got to listen to the whole fucking thing. Back, front, back, front, back, front. And then you'll find a couple of songs you like in there. That's my opinion. Can I chime in on it? Yeah, of you course go. you're supposed to. Please do. Okay. So what's why a person can't call an album classic after the first time if you know how to listen to an album? Mm-hmm. See, first of this all... This new generation don't know, Cutmaster. No, no, because listen to me. You can listen... If you know how to listen... See, I know how to listen to records, and I have to be in the mode to listen to a record to even rate it. So I got to be in my zone. I got to be either in the car riding for about four hours. Mm-hmm. I got to either be in the studio, and I got it on the speakers. I want to hear it. I want to I see what's being said. And I listen to it, and I say, "Hmm, that's gonna be a classic." Right. Yeah. That 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 that's gonna be around for a while. Well, I've rarely been wrong about a record. Ear. I've rarely been wrong about a record. Rarely. I've been wrong maybe about two records in my. But you the cut master. Uh, I got okay. You. <laughs> what about the rest of the folks? You trust? So you letting me know that you will take premium Pete. Ear, if he's like no, one no, no, listen, no, 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 oh, no, 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 this is a classic. No, no, no you no. gonna go with that? No, no, I don't go by anybody's ear when I'm listening to. So anything. you don't trust people? Oh no, no, it's no, it's it's I trust me. This ain't about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you, baby. This is about the people. Know, we trust the cut master. We know what you could do, but we saying in this new day and age with these new people listening to the Drake album one time, or they listening to the the Kendrick album one time, or they listen to the Fetty Wap. I'm saying, album but check it out. Time. Check it out. So it's a classic. Listen, but if every record you throw on is making you go to a different zone. That might be classic. And the criteria. Mm-mm. Criteria always got to come into play. when somebody. Yeah. But you got to have that conversation with somebody. When they say classic. That's not the criteria. Because these new kids, they banging their heads on walls off of inaudible lyrics. That <laughs> is not a classic. And then in two weeks, in two weeks, they're like, oh, that song is whack now. So that can't be classic. Classic has to always oh, yeah. be timeless. Timeless, timeless, timeless. And, okay, so... A lot of this new stuff is very time full. I, I, think, I think Bobby Smurda's class. That record is classic. Okay, turn his mic off. I think it's going to be classic. No, it, it is classic. But, but I think it's going to be classic. What's the next one? I think, it'd be, I think, I think 20 years from now, people still going to do that when you throw it on. Absolutely. It's a time which song. Which one? That song. Uh, I ain't got no type. Is that the No, no, no. no, 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 no Bobby no, no. Smurda. See? What the which, fuck are you talking about? Which song is the Bobby Smurda? All right. Oh, the Shmurny Dance? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought you were about Ray Schmurder. Ray Schmurder. No, okay. I'm thinking, See? you know, these kids, that's another thing. What's the, they all sound the same. The names sound the same. <laughs> they sound the same. You sound old right now. It's okay. I've been I've been sounding a little old lately, okay. and it's okay, but. but What's next? It's that gree gree. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Our next one comes from uh, the splashest. Whoa. The splashest. So. I don't trust people who study the menu at McDonald's. Besides the numbers, has the menu changed? Not at all. I go I with, agree that. with that. Like you staring, like I, I, agree don't, with that. I don't, I don't know. With that. I agree. I with think that. I want two all beef patties, but I might want <laughs> some nuggets. Like, mm, what's the dollar menu have now? Like, well, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that too. You know, I agree because with that. it's like you know, not much has changed. And shout out to McDonald's for that. You know, the only thing I don't like is they're trying to get gentrified with their two for five and two two fifty. They trying to help people out that they ain't got yeah, money. They're not you know, trying to be gentrified. They just trying to get their money. They're trying to help people. Trying to help people nah, they trying to do away with that dollar menu, man. They're trying to push people out the projects, man. Don't do that shit. Oh. I need that dollar menu, man. Okay, what's next? I don't. I don't like McDonald's. I like salads. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tossing. This next one. Uh oh. Kick a rock. This okay. doesn't come from Add the Emperor. I don't trust people who drive with two hands on the wheel. <laughs> I want to do that I when I see the police. Him. I trust them. You I are mean. a senior citizen. I would like for both of your hands to be at 10 and 2. I trust them. Because you. I heard that's not that's even safety. the way you're supposed to drive anymore. I heard that it's like it changed. I, I, that's what I heard. Who changed it's, it? It's safety. I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest with you. When I pass a cop, especially when I'm driving in Jersey and I pass a cop, I throw that motherfucking 10 and 2 like this. <laughs> and I put my fucking neck out like a fucking ostrich. I'm like. You need to put your you hand on so they can see your Caucasian skin and keep driving. Yeah, but I'll you be honest safe. with you. Sometimes I should turn You got the olive. complexion for the protection. Nah, because one time, one time I told them that when the cop pulled me over, I told him I was Italian. And he's like, are you in the mafia? And I said, who the fuck? What, the, what are you talking about? <laughs> they know such thing as a mafia. You know? And then he was like, yeah, you don't know Joey Bamboots? And I said, no, nah, I don't know who you're talking about. Well, once you start talking like that, you're going in. So our next one, this Darren guy is on a roll. So Darren Dunkley says, I don't trust people who take drinks into the bathroom. And I I, I don't trust people it. that take any kind of food in the bathroom or drink. Only thing you should be taking in the bathroom is your baby wipes if you need it. Okay, if you want to have a quick splash whole moment, then you could go in there in the bathroom. Or you could take some Dutches and some Blunts. Like, what are you doing other than using the bathroom? You rolling up? Why are you taking a drink in the bathroom? No drink. All the air ain't safe in there. No, maybe a bottle of water. No, maybe, I don't know. Are up. you rolling up the, a lot of weed? No, no, I'm saying, but the smells. Yeah. It, like, you know the smell is getting on the liquid. You know what I've noticed, too? I don't know what kind of energy I have, but it doesn't matter if every stall around me is empty. As soon as I come out the bathroom, the next person wants my stall. This is like, bitch, I farted. Like, <laughs> why do you want this one? Like, the one next to it is empty. The other one is empty. And it's just like, why? Why? It's almost like parking. You know, whenever I park, I like to park. Away from every single yeah, parking spot, and then someone pulls right up the fucking. You don't like, get them scratches. Motherfucker, in the car. door ding. We got any more? We got any more? The next one comes from Kinsworth Tech. I don't trust people that like their own tweets after they get a reply or a retweet. This is me. I feel like now I okay. It's, okay, guys, if you're gonna directly come at me with your subs, 
we're not going to read them. Like, that's me. Like, oh, oh, you think he's talking about you? He I really you. feel like he's talking about me. Wow. Stop, stop, stop taking it personal. Nah, what's I his name again? Adam Finlay. <laughs> Listen, Adam, uh, his name is Adam Finlay? At Kensworth Tech. Listen, shout out to Kensworth. Fuck you. I'm no, because you're you. not going to come at me. Slide up in Miss Wiss's DMs. Wow. Don't slide Send in her a dick pic. Okay. First of all, I just don't know. I don't have make sure you're uncircumcised. Twitter etiquette. I'm not a tweeter. That's Peter. Peter is the tweeter. I am the defeater. Anyway. <laughs> I'm here to kill the shit. I let's don't get, do that. Let's get one from Cool V. You have uh, we need one any from I don't trust people? I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust people that don't like macaroni and cheese. Yes. yes. I agree. But wait a minute. What kind of, you want baked mac or you talking about the box mac? I can do both of them. I can only do box if it's Velveeta. Well, that, that's Velveeta good is too. good. But I'll be if honest with you. You hit me with the regular Mac craft, whatever, I don't trust you. Yeah, Velveeta is good, Velveeta. but I'll be honest with you. You know what? I've been making more, um, you know. Ramen. Uh, nah, just, just, just homemade mac and cheese. Yeah. Just, uh, That's what I said, the baked mac. No, I'm saying I've just been making my own, and I've been really doing like a three cheese or a four cheese. Like Gouda is a shit. Gouda is, listen, Gouda, Gouda is official. Honestly, shit. Gouda. See, we having a macaroni and cheese. Yeah. So, see listen. what I'm saying? You know, hey, hey, I know Pete do weight. the food. Like, I do it too. Don't talk about like that. I'm trying to drop 40 pounds between like now and August From where? Your August belly 22nd. To your Oh, 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 let me say this before we go. August 13th, I got the block party right at my street sign in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Oh, wait, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we definitely want to talk about that. No, we don't want to talk about that. We want to acknowledge that. Yeah. And, yeah. and acknowledge. So you acknowledging or are you talking about? Birdman shout out. So listen. <laughs> you got your own street sign in Elizabeth. Yes. That's beautiful that they acknowledge yes. you, man. They On acknowledge front you. front in Magnolia. And Elizabeth. Yeah, well, congratulations. You got the Cool V, DJ Cool V, Vaughn Lee signed right there on the block. But we're giving the block party. We're giving away book bags to all the kids in the hood. We're giving away what, 300 that? book bags. That's August 13th. And Elizabeth, listen, Elizabeth, Newark, New come Jersey. out. New Brunswick, come out. Jada Kiss coming out, giving out book okay. bags with us. Done. Come on. We so uh, there. Miss, Miss will be there. Yeah. Miss, and listen, ain't nobody catch the vapors out there. Oh, man, listen, the vapors was what created is that? there. It's about, is that about huffing? No, Vapors is... No, Vapors is, 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 is... If you don't like me right now, and, and you know, because I'm just chilling with my Adidas sneakers on, and then later on you see me with my Jordans on... And now you want... And, now all of a sudden you, you want You caught the Vapors. You caught the Vapors. Because, uh, yo, let me tell you, I, I, I'm going to tell you... Now you on my day. When... When... <laughs> when <laughs> You crazy, yo! When Biz when, when Biz drops that song, when he drops your verse, I love it when he says, "Now I got a cousin by the name of Vaughn, yeah, Lee, uh huh, better known to y'all as Cutmaster Cool V." Hold, <laughs> hold on, we're gonna put, we're gonna play that song right quick. Now I got a cousin by the name of Vaughn Lee, better known to y'all as Cutmaster Cool V. He cuts, scratch, transforms with finesse and all that mess. Yo. I love the vapors. Yeah, I, and I, I well, got the vapors. The story behind the vapors is I was in, we was in the mall up in Rochester, mm-hmm. and uh, we was talking to these girls, and they was acting funny, mm. and we was telling them about to come to the show later on the night, you know what I'm saying, and, and come hang out. And they was acting funny, so Biz was like, uh, I said, no, nah, don't worry about it. They catch the vapors later, oh. right? And, 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 and Biz said, <laughs> he get this little laugh. <laughs> Where you get that from? I'm gonna make a record off of that. 
the and, moisture. Now you got the moisture. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, and he, and that's where it came. that's what he did. And and a lot of people don't know that the the idea behind it was he wanted to be like Rod Serling, telling our stories. That's why you see half black and white and mm. half color. He's black and white when we talk, when we ain't nothing, mm. and we're in color. When so we, you learn something new every day. That's what I'm that's trying so to say. So deep. now when you watch the video, you'll you'll see. So a lot of people don't know that because it's, it didn't come across in the video like that because we having so much fun. Absolutely. Everybody just looked at the yacht. We having fun. Absolutely. The girls, the jewelry, you know. Fun shit. Yeah, yeah. But they, listen, they, they still catching Vapors in 2016. Yeah. But one of my favorite songs from Biz. I mean, there's so many, but just just so many. But Internet, listen, what I don't trust people. You know how to get involved. I don't trust people. I don't trust PPL. Put that hashtag out there. Put who or what you don't trust at us. Let us know. And, and, and listen, if it ain't no fuck shit, we're going to feature you on a, a, a future episode of the Premium Peach Show. But as we wrap this up, Internet, let me tell you something. First of all, I had a great time sitting here and really just having Cool V join us, man. And really just... Can you sign my book? Yes, I can. And, and just That's re- why I'm here. Just really, just really like what I'm excited about is, this, is that a person who is just pure, genuine, you know, love for hip hop. You know, makes a book about just people who inspire them, tell stories that are in here. Internet, let me tell you something. The Cutmaster Cool V, The Symphony, is with Lucio Dutch. Sounds like an Italian fucking Dutch guy. Um, <laughs> nah, he's very black. DJ. <laughs> I'm about to say like a black dude from Brooklyn. Not Lucio? <laughs> Lucio Dutch? Well, well, maybe with the Dutch. Maybe, what about yeah. <laughs> that changed everything because his real name is definitely Clifford. What happens if it was Lucio, Lucio what happens Dutch? If it was Lucio Gambino. That's still somebody from Brooklyn. Like if his name was Lucio, mm, something traditionally Italian. Once you hit the Dutch, you Sylvia. know this is a money get money hustler. <laughs> but but listen, internet. I want you to go out and check it out. I want you to cop it. I want you to go check this book out. Like I said, the symphony. Um, At I mean, DJCoolV.com. I, listen, DJCoolV.com is where you could get it. And I'm sure if you follow him on, on Instagram, what are you? Uh, DJ? At Mr. DJ cool v. And Twitter, the same thing? At Legendary cool v. Okay, listen. Just, just, just. And, and there's pictures for you illiterate fools. Like, don't <laughs> worry. He's still going to ha- give you a story. There's more for there's you. The picture's telling another story. That's what I'm saying. That's a story within the story. Exactly. And, then, and then when you start adding the numbers up, it's another story. Have your it. baby mama read it to you, yeah. and you could just... Look at the pictures. He yeah. made he made that pictures in there for when Miss Lister don't take her riddle and and she could also read. I don't take and, riddle. Oh, you, you learn a, a word a week from me, and now you're gonna sit <laughs> here sorry. and talk. Wow, you I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next week you're not learning nothing. It's okay. over. Listen, internet. Like I said, make sure you go visit djcoolv.com. Check out what he got going on. And and, and listen, I really enjoyed you coming here. You know why I enjoyed you coming here? Because the premium P show to me. It's, it's just about telling stories. And, and there's so many thing. stories and yes. gems. And, 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 and I'm glad that, you know, you stopped by and man, we were able to kick it. Man. I appreciate the platform. I love hip hop. I love people that love hip hop. I love my culture. I love, I love, man. We got to stop trying to be so rough and tough and testosterone up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's we gotta learn to love each other, man, as people and, and try to bring positivity to all the situations because the youth is suffering with our egos yes. and with our uh can't get along and 
got too much pride to say you wrong. If they see you say it, then they'll learn how to say it. But as long as you keeping all your gems to yourself and being stingy with the information out here, trying to keep it, not passing it on for the legacy of the next generation, we're going to be stuck in the rut. Man. Amen. Yes, wow. Amen. And on that internet, we'll see you next week. DJKoolFeet.com, baby. I am live. Cheer. Hit this buck. The Premium P Show featuring Miss Wiss and Nose. Al. We'll see you next week. Yes. Cheer.